back. Kind of really huh? They really did. They didn't pop good last time. And I will say the Monster Waters, they have a way better pop than the Liquid Deaths. Yeah. But you can't find that anymore unless you go to the gas station and pay $3 a can for it. Mm. <laughs> can, canned water is already kind of hard for me to pay for. So I don't know, uh, like $3 it, a can. It pained me. I bought two today because literally, Kurt was making fun of me last night. I like having beer on here. Mm-hmm. But the last probably two months, I think we've done it once because everyone's like water. And I'm like, canned water is more than beer. <laughs> like these, these people are bankrupting me. <laughs> but luckily Kurt's good at booking shows. So we have some reserves. And so I bought two, one for this week and one for next week. Cause next week's definitely water. Yep. <clears throat> we got a straight edge. Oh, so no, none of that. None of it. Could you imagine if you can't even have like, cause it looks like beer. Like that's even that's not enough. I don't even want it to look like beer. <laughs> so what's up with you? How are you? Oh man, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on. Mm. Absolutely. How you been? Uh, uh. Let's see. Busy. I was looking for the word, a better word, but busy. <laughs> Busy's good. It's okay. It's okay. Busy because work. Like I have two jobs now, and it's just like work, 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 work. And we. Talking to Kurt, it's like, let's do this. And then I realized, shit, I really only have, like, Saturday yeah, in my life. like half of Saturday. Towards, Maybe. Like, if we can do Saturday, but I have to be done at four. Like. Well, we were going to do two today, but I was like, I haven't grocery shopped in a month and a half. Like, I really, <laughs> I really need to do that. I needed some me time. It's weird that I have to schedule personal time to do my own errands. Grocery shopping by yourself is a bit underrated. I enjoy it quite oh. a bit. I'm just I'm still bitter that they won't open the back up 24 hours. The 3 a.m. grocery store. Mm-hmm. It's very it's just it's, zen. I don't care how tired I was. I would set an alarm and wake up and be like, wake up to go grocery shopping. Oh yeah, <laughs> love it. No, that's next like, level. Okay. When I go to Sam's Club, and it's like the off time, like two o'clock, the weird in between, like everybody's. But for some reason, it's still just slam-packed full of people. I'm like, why are all of you here? I tried to avoid this. They all and, had the same idea. And it's Christmas time, so, like, everyone's everywhere. Yeah. There's no store you can walk into where it's just like, oh, this is casual and nice. No, it's like fucking, oh, oh excuse me. Oh, oh, okay, well, I'll turn around and go, okay. Let's go. Oh, oh. I've just become more and more anxious as I get older. So now, yeah. like, if it's me, my 10-year-old, and my girlfriend... Uh, her son, like, it's just, that's too many people to go grocery shopping with. And it's not like, it's not like anybody, like, he's he's great, but it's just one of those things to where it's just like, I can't, mm-hmm. there's too many moving pieces mm-hmm. to go to try to turn down this aisle. And she's really good. Like, she always has a plan and a list and everything. And I'm more like jazz when I grocery shop to where it's just like an, an improv session where it's just oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. here we go. What I'm, are we bad. Thinking? I'm bad at it, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, hey, let's. Uh... Did we buy any unfrozen goods? <laughs> like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> what was the grocery bill? $300. I might have bought four boxes of mozzarella sticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We had a kid-free weekend, like just it just kind of happened out of nowhere to where we had uh, she had family in, and we went to the grocery store and bought nothing but like frozen food. Where we're like, oh my goodness! Imagine that's like your thing. You're like, oh, the kid's gone. What are we gonna do? You wanna 
you grocery shop. <laughs> <laughs> you want to stay in and put on a movie? Oh, it's so, the best. So many documentaries that we so, haven't yeah, watched yeah, yet. Yeah. Oh, let's watch all the boring stuff. Yeah, the older you get, man, the more it's like, oh, you know, well, oh, they're having a thing over at Courtney's house. You're like, well, just we just worst. got the new bowl of ramen I want to try out. <laughs> <laughs> we had a show that uh, at Sticky's not too long ago, and mm. it didn't start until 10.50. And I felt so bad asking people to come out. To, I don't know how to ask someone my age to like come out to something that starts There's, at 11. The whole crowd just... Yeah. <laughs> Before the show even starts, they're just... just like, Drooling into obscurity, like, oh my god, dude. Please let this be over. Why does it do that? Your bodies are stupid. Man, it's rough. We're out here living longer than ever, and I get tired at fucking nine o'clock now? How dumb is that? It's awful. I used to, like, just go out and dance until, like, and then I'd walk out and say, oh, wow, that's the sun coming up. This is not great. Like, I gotta be be at work in eight minutes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Better grab a monster and get on it. Which we didn't have any of that. That stuff's relatively new, really. All these yeah. energy drinks. And yeah, yeah. I'm bad addicted. I can't. Bad. I can't it's, take them. Like I just, I have shaky hands just a little bit anyway. Like you give me like a, a true energy drink, and it's just like the whole day I'm just like just vibrating. That's probably why I'm it. in a grocery store. Like I can't take this. Like I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Then there's like four people in one aisle. I'm like, why are we doing this to our, to ourselves? What? <laughs> like, I was in a going to get this water. As a matter of fact, this morning and going down an aisle. And you know now they have these damn. They shop the 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 people who can't seem to get out of their car and want somebody else to shop for them things. Mm-hmm. Those people are everywhere now, and they have giant wheeled carts with all these tubs like the best yeah because they're getting like five people's things exactly like which yeah. is fine but it's like why is there not like a second because one other person comes down that aisle now it's a stalemate who's moving yeah find the cookies grandma get the <laughs> fuck out of the way <laughs> you're standing there like mm. <laughs> it's so it's so hard because grocery it's, stores are lawless and they only work if people all agree and on on a certain social contract of just like look you have to do this like you cannot you know what stand i kind of you know what i kind of liked during covid was a good pool the one way mapping where they made you like s through and everyone had to follow the same path so you were mm-hmm. kind of just like a buffet line yeah honestly worked pretty damn decent don't know why they left it. You go through the whole shit, and then you come around, and you come down and get the cheeses and the meats, and you bounce out of there. Mm-hmm. It was pretty solid. Which, you got to, like, okay, so, I don't know, just the min- mere mention of cheeses. <laughs> how's, your, how's your cheese game? Oh, how's my cheese game? You see these titties? What? <laughs> how's my cheese game? <laughs> Kurt, how's my cheese, my cheese game? Deep. I just told you I made a cheese stick sandwich. <laughs> For sure, for sure. I am pioneering a, a, a cheese stick sandwich I at an eatery. Edge yeah, I'm on the cutting edge of cheese. You eat cheese other than Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, lots. Provolone's probably my favorite. Provolone's got a good Swiss is good if you have another one to stack on top of it. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, sometimes I get real brave and do... Have you had, the, like, the extra sharp cheddar? Like, the brick? The extra, cracker barrel brick? Yes. <gasps> 
it's just oh my god block over shredded all the time like we still have shredded cheese in the house yeah but like it's the quick. block is just like it just because it doesn't have the little anticoagulants that's on right. it and stuff so it's just so much fresher so much mm. fresher and the non-dyed cheddar yeah the white cheddar with the oh my god but in like, the block form get out of here i like a like the habanero jack because like that's great Jack's too good. yeah the habanero jack i always wanted it to be hotter and so habanero jack is like that's my favorite. Some Walmarts you go into, they have like an, a wall of cheese to choose from. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, we're going to be here for a second because I don't even... Some of this stuff I've never even heard of. Yeah. And I love I spice, so like pepper jack for sure, mm-hmm. especially if you're doing sandwiches for lunches. like. Yeah. Or I'll get real... Because, you know, I'm like, how you bite it matters. So like cheese on bottom. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I want that... First, mm-hmm. and then the meats. And so sometimes I'll put bread, cheese, meat, cheese, bread. And that's like extra. I'm I'm so fat. Fry the cheese on the bottom oh of the my bread. Oh, God. Dude, are you kidding? Grilled cheese, turkey, fucking law. <laughs> <laughs> Just pass out. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I love I love cheese. I, I can't have enough. We buy the shredded in like the five-pound bags because it's mm-hmm. like... It's going on everything, everything. already. Yeah. To I don't care like, what, what it is. What are you having? Oh, it's something you need a little cheese on. Um, yo, we're cooking spaghetti? We'll put some cheese on that. Oh, and not just sure. Parmesan. Like, of course I'm going to do Parmesan. But yeah. are, you a, are you a sawdust parm guy or are you a... I... Okay, so I, I like all of it. Like, you can give me, too. like, the, the dried Parmesan and it's still good. But, like, the fresh Parmesan is, like... It's two different, so two salty. completely yeah, different completely things. Yeah, completely different things, yeah. and that's just like a. a I think that's why I like so both good. too. Yeah, I don't mind. I love the shaker. You yeah. sit there, you got a movie on. You're like, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not a cheese snob. Like you know, like oh, it's like you know, like oh, this cheese comes in a little shakeable po- bottle. It's like oh yeah, that, I'm sure that there's miles of application oh, for this. This is gonna be great. All cheese is created equal in my eyes, baby. Oh, yeah. It's all gonna go down the hole for every cheese. <laughs> I'll experiment with weird things. Mac and cheese, put some sawdust on it. I don't care. Let's try. See yeah. what it tastes like. It's yeah. got to be good. Both. What's weird, though, growing so up, so. didn't like cheese till I was like 15. Didn't like cheese? Like I would throw it away. Like If I got a McDonald's and it had a cheese on the sandwich, garbage. Throw that out. The way I used to eat hamburgers is so mind-blowing, where it's like, no, can you take out anything that has too much flavor? I can't ha- I can't handle that. That's me now. You're just describing <laughs> me now. I like cheese and meat, and people are like, you're a five-year-old. I'm like, yes. <laughs> but I will throw a craft single on some dino nuggies. <laughs> dino nuggies, yeah. Kurt was just rocking some nugs earlier. We did a 200 nugget challenge in this I room a week ago. That, that <laughs> Dude, misery. Was it two or three? Well, it was 300 total, but it was three people eating 100 nuggets to see who could do the most. Uh, shout out to Will. He won. He also proved my theory wrong, which I hate. I hated that more than he won. He proved <laughs> me wrong. I was like, God damn it, Will. Like, thanks, bro. That's, that's my least favorite thing you did. <laughs> No, it was good. We had a blast, but dude, the next two days were something else. I've never had to process that much food at one time. Right. Like a knot just moving. I was about to say, like, that that seems like just hours of troubles in the bathroom. Well, clearly I don't have the best metabolism. (laughs) But Will texted me the next morning, rubbing it in even further, and was like, I feel really good today, actually. I was like... Went for a jog. Thanks, bro. I was like... 
I feel horrifyingly bad. Like I have to go to work now. <laughs> I think I think that that's like a if you eat that many McDonald's nuggets, like I feel like you should feel bad. That's your body letting. Oh you no, know you did it to yourself. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I deserved all the pain. I'm not. I'm not discounting that I did it to myself. Like for sure, everything that happened to me, I 100 percent deserve. I was red and sweating. I had so much salt in my body. Yeah, I just I feel like, like you Ugh. should go see a doctor if it's like, no, I was, I'm fine. Now. I might like, should have. You can't eat that much. No, I mean like if you eat that much and you're fine. That seems like an, a red bell, a red alarm of like, like you got something seriously wrong with you because that is. Well, he took his sweet time. I did. So somebody actually kept track of it. They watched it and kept track. Apparently I did 90 in 45 minutes and I was done. You did like 30 in like five or seven. I did 50 in 10 minutes Yeah. and it took me 40 to do the next, like it took forever to get those next 40 down. 50 is that wall. 50 is definitely the the where it started going, hey, now, what are we doing? <laughs> and I was double dunking. I was like, I'm going to – I called myself Fat Stony. That was good. I started thinking about, like, what what I would do. It's like, man, I feel like you got to go sauceless because all that sugar and stuff is just going to stop you at some point. It was the chewing. Yeah. Honestly, what really – I think I could have smashed all 100. And me and Kurt Blend have a theory. Up. Well, no, I mean, clearly, yeah, you could drink them and just get it over with. Uh like re-liquefy the already liquefied chickens. Uh, no, no. Uh, they get cold. So if you could order 50 and just smash them down and at, when you're at your last 10, get that next 50 yeah. fresh out of the thing. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, by the time I got to like, they were just mush cold, like cold to the touch. Like you could hit them on something and be like, this is disgusting all on its own. Yeah. It, like coming in fresh, that's gonna yeah. be like gross and hard to do. Or yeah. we, oh, you know, what we could have done. We could have air fried them back to health. Uh-huh. We could have just heated them back up. Shit, <laughs> that just hit me. Dang. Anyway, I feel like I could have crushed the hundred, and I did ninety, and Will did ninety-one. He goes, wait, so these two and I beat you? He's, like, I was like, uh huh. He was like, okay, and then it took like ten minutes to eat two so more. So did you guys have to tap out to where you couldn't then go? I was like- going to throw up. Oh, okay. So I, I was, was just like, physically out in the parking lot. I almost threw up twice. You were up to your Adam's apple yes. and chicken nuggets. I could, like, this will come up. If I could I, feel it in yeah. my throat, like my chest. I could feel the meat just sitting like, we're done here. It's like a backed up, <laughs> it's like a backed up toilet. Just, uh, if I cough, it's out of me, you know? <laughs> Yes, I'd rather do the hot ones challenge. I and we it. have that on tape. And I did it, and that's so the the last that oh oh I cried I yeah. was throwing things uh-huh. I was so mad I was like fuck this why why and then my it's just pour tears just pour out of you they just yeah. coming out and just touch your face like the oh no much worse I go and we're done and it's three point two million Scovilles okay the last one uh-huh. and we did a lot I went overboard because I'm an idiot. Right, we're like, oh, this will be good. Oh, look, I'll get fucking three people will watch this. Let me hurt myself. Let me go to the hospital real quick. (laughs) Yeah, and I go to the bathroom, and I open the door, and Kurt's standing at the bathroom. He goes, you washed your hands first, right? And I went, and as soon as he said it, as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. And it starts burning. Oh, my God. Oh, it was all over my wiener. Dude, Uh, I had to take, I had a rag. I soaked it in almond milk and I put it 
in my underwear. Uh-huh. And I had to drive home like that, like this, like, uh, like in actual pain. Uh, I was like, Kurt, I have to go home. And I got home and it took an hour for the, for the, the heat to just stop on. Oh. oh my God. Worst. One of the worst fucking things I've ever experienced, dude. And I snapped my foot around backwards. <laughs> like I wouldn't rather do that, but that was the pain. Pretty damn close. Yeah, it was yeah, terrible. Yeah. Cause long lasting. Just, <sighs> uh, Anyway, don't put 3.2 million Scoville hot sauce on your penis. Lesson, it turns out... Lesson to live by. It's a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> What's that South Park thing? If you do this, you're going to have a bad time. If you pizza when you should have French fried. That should be... Like, we should put that up in my school of, like, why you should wash your hands. Like, you know, it's like... And then just have your picture just like... Like, I always wash my hands. Now. I wish we would have videotaped that part. <laughs> the cameras were off. I was just... I was in pure misery. That was a day. That was a day. We should put that up. Why did we never put that up? I don't know. I don't know either. You like spicy? I love spicy Same. foods. Oh my god. Same. I've never messed with like I don't I don't read the Scovilles on much, but like I love like habanero peppers and those are like turns out, hot. Turns out like that we did the three hundred thousand the Los Caliente. Yep. Bro, I could live in three hundred thousand. Yeah. I mean Chalou and stuff's only like two. Three to Scovilles, like two, three thousand Scovilles. Two, I don't, it's like yeah. maybe five thousand. It's right. not a lot. No, no, for sure. But uh, the more of it you have, the more, like after like your fifth taco, you're like, because <sighs> you've eaten so much of it. Sure. But that last guy, it was so good. I was yeah. like, I could eat this all day. Two, three tacos with that on it. Ooh. I like <clears throat> I like spice. Sometimes I'll like venture into like, okay, this is just punishingly hot. Like that's the whole point Which, of it. I'm like, okay, well, that's good. That's good. sometimes it's fun, especially when you're with friends. Now, I will say I was just at Sam's Club a while back. They have the hot ones case there. Yeah. Okay. So it has like the uh huh. It's got that little mm-hmm. gambit of sauces. I don't think it has all. What is it? Ten or something? But it's got like their sauces, mm-hmm. and that's really all you need because it goes from. The beginning of hot sauce to the to the middle, to the it's the it's the hottest pepper in the world. It's certified now. Is it Carolina Reaper Pe- or Pe- is Pe- it Pepper X? Okay, Pepper X. So that's like a they engineer it or something. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Their uh, guy uh, Pepper Pepper Dave or something. Pe- what? Pepper something, but he is apparently the pepper god, and this man engineered this thing. It's this creepy little lime green looking, just death pepper. And uh, boy, howdy, it'll send you for a ride. The beauties of science. Just, I honestly, if you got a group of buds, it's a great time. We had yeah. a blast, but sure. you, you ain't ready <laughs> for how fucking hot. The, the people that eat that fucking wing on that show and don't show anything are monsters. That's, They're monsters. Yeah. Mad respect. Because I'll, I'll, eat something really hot but i'm not about to like just be like mm, no it's not hot at all like i i think that's part of the fun is like oh my gosh i'm dying like this I, is i think they're doing it i think that's got to be it because they understand like four million people are going to watch this yeah that show is stupidly popular love it yeah i do too I, i've seen it. i started watching it from the season one so i, I love that oh, show okay i've been a day one subscriber for that one I because I love comedy and all the first ones were like comedians who weren't doing nothing, 
Like, you know, they're just like, something too spicy it's like Bobby this? Lee. And he's like, oh, what is this show? And he's like yelling at his producer, fuck you. What did you <laughs> sign me up for? And those were back in the day when it was just like stuff they could buy at the grocery store. Right. These weren't even like what they've engineered now. Right. <laughs> now it's all of the powers of science against you. Uh-huh. And it is a doozy. <laughs> So bands, huh? Oh, yeah. So bands. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what are we doing here? A music podcast? Nah. Yeah. So uh, I got a couple of projects at the moment. Um, one is uh, Birds with Teeth. It's me, uh, Stephen Civils, who... Yes. Yeah, your guy. Love Stephen. Yeah. Uh, JB Ross on drums, Max Campbell on bass. Okay. Uh, all of us have a few projects. So like, this is just kind of like a... It's just like a fun. Um, Are you doing guitar and vocals? Yeah, guitar and vocals, cool. uh, and we just kind of like our current project we're doing right now is we're taking a bunch of uh, old bluegrass songs and just kind of like reimagining them. Like it's not like so. I grew up in a town that plays a lot of bluegrass. I grew up in a town called sure. Mountain View, Arkansas. Yeah, been there. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of bluegrass up there, and like. I would like listen to it and say, "Oh, well, what if we, you know, played this kind of bluesy or something, or like, you know, kind of uh, like put like more of like a four to the floor beat to this, and like, then like indie it up or like yeah, indie it up just a smidge, mm-hmm. and then uh, like That's that cool. was me back when I was like fourteen. That's cool. And now I was just like, man, what if we put like just thick chords behind this and like <laughs> uh, y'all ever heard of bluegrass shoegaze? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's just, like, it's kind of, um, like, real dancey type of bluegrass ah. stuff. Like, the... Dancey I, bluegrass. Yeah, which, you know, like... Is this Birds argue, with Teeth or your other Yeah, project? Birds. this is Birds with Teeth. Like, uh, a lot of uh, this current thing, which we, you know, just kind of will think of. It's like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we kind of worked on this for a while? And so this is what we're doing. Like, we had had some uh, original songs that I had written that were kind of thematically oriented around like gambling okay uh like little autobiographical things of like oh when i was in college this was the one time when i was doing something is like this is interesting this kind of sounds like a song and it was just like gambling things and uh then we decided that we would you know have some fun with like these bluegrass reimaginations and uh just kind of dance around yeah well it's it's so nice uh because my band is so talented like anytime that i want to be in a successful music group it's really important that i'm like by far the worst musician on stage and i feel that yeah and i have that like i have that in space takes the pressure off of me yeah well it's just like if anybody's counting on me to like bust out like oh that was a sick solo man listen well you're gonna be sitting here for a while because that's Mm. not gonna happen preaching to the choir on that one (laughs) i wrote the anti-solo on purpose so i could have a solo like we were like this song needs a solo i was like i think i'm just gonna hit notes yeah and that's all i do real random notes no, none of it makes sense. It's all on purpose. It's bad on purpose. Second most brilliant thing I ever did. <laughs> Next to the cheese stick sandwich. Cheese stick sandwich. That's going to be first place for a long time. It's up there. It's up there. I'm winning on that one. <laughs> I get that totally. That's that's actually funny. So are all your songs yours? Or are you taking and borrowing riffs from other... Because I know bluegrass and country are kind of that way where you can borrow from. So... 
like we'll take um, a song like Little Maggie, which is like a fast, upbeat bluegrass standard, and then I'll keep the melody the same mm. and like a uh, really famous. Uh, have you seen No Brother Where Art Thou? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the song Oh Death, that's sung by this uh, famous bluegrass tenor, Ralph Stanley. Oh. And when he sings Little Maggie, he'll do this thing where he'll like, over yonder stand. And he'll just hold it out for like a minute. Mm-hmm. And so like we do that. Like I keep the melody the same, but then the music and the vibe behind everything is drastically different. Like mm. this is like, uh, like it's almost unrecognizable if you don't listen to a lot of bluegrass like i feel like i usually have to tell people it's like all right well these next songs are bluegrass songs but then like steven and like max they're always like rolling their eyes like these are like that does not accurately describe what they're about to hear i was like well they're bluegrass songs that don't sound anything like bluegrass you guys have an imagination use it right now yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) you'll hear it eventually listen to the bluegrass Bluegrass is fun. I like it. It's fun. I think that, you know, growing up in Mountain View where they're like, most of them are pretty strict traditionalists for bluegrass music. Sure. was kind of like, it's it's hard to be 14 and like figuring out how to play music when people are like, well, you have to do it this way or it's wrong. <sighs> and I just want to rock and roll, dad. Yeah, right? Yeah. Why are you always standing on my dreams? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that like, which I mean, I was never like, like a strong like flat picker or anything but it just it dawned on me that like in order to be good in the eyes of a lot of the players in Mountain View it's like well you need to learn how to play Rocky Top faster than everyone else plays Rocky Top and I'm like well that doesn't that's too too linear like that's not like there's not enough creativity as far as like achieving art as far as like learning something that's already done yeah you're just learning it and and I like it. Like, you know, like I I'll go to Mountain View and they'll be playing music up on the court square. There'll be like a thirteen year old just ripping a mandolin. <laughs> and it's just oh man, that's nasty. That's so good. And I can listen to it just all day. It's it's a blast, but it's just not what I wanted to do musically, I don't think. Nor could I do musically. Maybe yeah, I just decided yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, this is too hard. I'm gonna decide that I'm gonna do uh-huh. a more artful thing and have it be this. I, I got know. to like I was doing really good in my early years of like guitar playing and like learning. I was really into it. I played every single day, hours a day. When you're a kid, you can afford to do that because yeah. you ain't doing nothing. Yeah. And we didn't really, I mean, gaming was a thing, but it wasn't my thing. So just sit in my room, do that, listen to like albums, try to play that. I got to like where I could go, like, I was almost to like sweet picking because yeah. that was cool. Oh, yeah. That that was like a huge thing. You know, I could go down and get like halfway back up. I was still kind of working on it. And then it's like, you know what? Power chords are dope. <laughs> I think I'm just going to stay there. I think I'm just going to focus on writing and kind of more leaned my talents into writing songs over just being the best guitar the player. It's like there's, there's already the best guitar players. I'm never going to get that good because I'm already behind, so far behind. I started yeah. music technically like late in life for be, wanting to be a professional like a musician. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So it's like that part's already done. Maybe I can do something different. I was always fascinated with, this is going to sound silly, and it's very strange, but I picked up early on Head from Corn. His right hand is the true brilliance of that band. Mm. It's not this hand, it's this hand. Yeah. If you go and just like try not to listen to the vocals and stuff and listen to that early stuff, the picking structures in those songs is so percussive. Yeah. And so sickly unique to just that dude. 
And I've started like getting into that, like, oh, you can that you can make that like your thing, and you can do more with this hand and this hand, and try to combine the two in different weirder ways. And then I just right. got off on a whole thing, and it's like got really into writing songs over. It did, like I have a challenge. I haven't done it yet, but I want a one note song. Yeah, I play the same note for the whole song, but the song has to be good. So, like, is that like <coughs> the whole? Like, are you saying like the lead guitar plays one note the whole time? I am and the then guitar. The band moves around it. The or, drummer, like, but like, like the band I'm in, Lame Johnny, we're a three piece. Yeah. So it's just a guitarist, a bassist, and a drummer. And you would just be playing one note, and the bass and drums are like filling in things around it to like he would just play the one note too. play the one note too. the drummer can do whatever he wants which he's a bad motherfucker so I mean, right, right, clearly right. he will do whatever he wants i don't there's not a lot of times where i'm i might be like hey can you do a fill here instead of just a snap but like as far as like what it is i'm never like hey justin can you t-? it's like he's already gonna write something better than i ever could i never know how to tell it like it's like well could it sound more well, luckily, me and him are, like, linked in the brain. So, yeah. like, I can just be like, you know what I'm saying? He'll go, I know exactly what you're saying. And then do exactly what I was thinking. It's weird. That's it. It's really, like, telepathic. Steven and uh, my drummer, JV, they, because Steven's, like, a percussion guy. Mm-hmm. And so they'll just, like, say, also, hey. also stupidly talented. Oh, yeah. Like, obsessively good, you can tell. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And they'll just get off on their own little thing where they're just like, like they'll just get into polyrhythms. They're just like, hey, check it out. And like Stephen, Stephen will hear something JV does and get excited. And so Stephen will do something. And then those two are just off. <laughs> just like, fucking, and you're just sitting there like they're having their own conversation while I'm just like, all right, man, I sure hope I find beat one because y'all are being weird. Here is, we that go. A fi- is that a five or what is that a three? What, where are we at? <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> Anytime, like, uh, we'll just set JB loose, like, when we're introducing the band, and, like, JB will, like, take eight bars. I'm just, I'm back in sixth grade. I was like, I need to tap my foot. Oh, man, because he'll just really get out there, and I'm just like, man, if I can't find beat one, how embarrassing is this? Oh, I, I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> I count with... It took Justin a long time to figure out how I count things because he was like, I, some some way you always find it, but I count with language. Uh. So I do it through a sentence. Like I'll hear a beat and I'll just go over to my head and I'll just make up a word. Even if it's just like, you know how you used to sound out words like mash, potato? Yeah. It's that. Yeah. I'm just doing that to the beat so I can find it. Instead of going like one, two, because I'm bad at math. I've always been <laughs> bad at math. It doesn't make sense to me. It's just like, and I'm in construction. I can read a tape measure. I can do all those things. Sure. But that's just because I've been doing it for that long. And still, been playing music forever. You're like, oh, this is in five whatever. And I'm like, uh, just play the note. I'll I'll get there. I love it. You're like mashed potatoes and beans, mashed potatoes and beans. <laughs> and then we had a little uh, on the end. <laughs> yeah. I got it. Yeah, so theory on point is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. no, 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 check it out. Just mashed potatoes, something on the end. We got it. Something on the end, dude. It's like, what is it, gravy? What would you put on there? It's, it's just the bridge, you know? <laughs> That's how it is. And then sometimes I'll write something myself, and I won't know that it's not... Not in four or something. In four, and Justin will be like, what is that, like 1357? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I did write this one thing, and we still haven't fleshed it out. It was, I wrote it years ago at this point, but it's so sick, and he's just like... What even is that? I'm like, I don't know, dude. 
Is it a, is it a southern thing like with like weird time signatures? Because in old folk music, like back to words and rhythm, uh -huh. they would just do like like a whole song would be on four, and then they'd just like no, this one measures in five because I, there's more words in this line, and so like the the measure doesn't start over until they get finished singing, and my mom would play piano like that to where like it's roughly it's in four. But if there's a line that she feels should take a little bit longer, it just comes to one. And my dad would, like, play music with her, and he just kind of figured it out because I think that's what you do, like, when you play mm -hmm. a lot of, like, southern-type music. is like, look, it's – the downbeat is – eventually it gets there. But it's not – it's not structured to where it's like, I'm not going to change how I'm going to sing this to stay in time. The time will change to stay with how I'm singing mm -hmm. this. And I noticed that, like – so much in like these older folk songs where it's just like that it feels so metal like especially like when All you right. get to like the murder ballads and stuff where well, it's i mean just metal like... came from i mean that's where it came from was just rock and roll and the set yeah there might be something to that uh, yeah there might be something deep down in the soul like some sort of universal construct where because the this was the first instrument you yeah, know, the voice. So mm -hmm. everything led from that so we only built everything else around what we could sing to you know yeah so maybe that's like some like really deep seated thing where the vocal has always taken priority because it does when you mix the song when you make the song the vocalist is always the front you front, know front, front man center, like, yeah. which we try to avoid that as much as humanly possible because I don't like the attention <laughs> I love attention but for some reason on stage I'm like don't look at me yeah <clears throat> I stand off to the side <laughs> we put Justin in the middle vocals. Man, I don't know. I I've never taken care of my instrument that well, and so like I smoke like a freight train. Man. <laughs> There's no way I did. It, but yeah, so like me and uh, me and Steven have another project called All Kinds of Up, and what's so nice about it is that <laughs> what, like, what is that stuff? All Kinds of Up is a like a loop project. Like we have one of those loopers. The we use the uh, Boss RC two hundred two, and we just vibe. Like this was it's it's a project that I. Called Steven one day. I was like, hey, would you be interested in starting a project that is just focused on gigging and making a little bit of extra money? <laughs> and so we, uh, and he was like, yes, absolutely. So is it just a jam band? It's very jammy. It cool. sounds like it's, uh, it's like if Lo-Fi Beats to Study To was just like doing covers of like songs uh, that. Like pop songs. Interesting. Yeah. So is it like song subject to change, or is it like we have a formula and this we we repeat it every time? Um. So our set list usually just looks like it's a list of songs that'll usually have like the tempo and like a loose idea of like the chord structure, and uh -huh. then we just start like we just build it as we perform and. Like some of them, That's we just cool. we run into some stuff where it's like, oh well, this we really like we don't say it, but we just both remember it's like, hey, it was cool when we did this, and so he'll do that, and I'm, and it'll just kind of like start me into like, oh yeah, and then we want to add this this way, and uh, what's so nice is that I don't have to sing all that much. Like we do so many different solos. Like it's it's fun because since everything's looped, we just like play whatever. Like mm -hmm. Stephen plays bass and keys and. Guitar. You just get inspired by the moment and pick up whatever. Yeah. That's it's just pretty really, sick. It's fun to just like uh, jam, you know, like it's like a two man yeah, yeah. jam band. 
I get to play trumpet in it. Oh, <coughs> a so two-man band is the dream. Are you kidding me? <laughs> One of these days. Just, it's the hardest thing in the world to pull off. But man, and when it's done right, holy moly. Super good. Super I, good. Uh was at four quarter. I saw this two-man band called And Then Came the Humans. And it okay. was just, just this, uh, like, Is that a local band? No, I oh, think okay. they were from, I think they were from New Orleans. Uh, but That's part dope. of me is just guessing because they were, like, good. Like, they could sling. Like, it was, and it was just a guitarist and a drummer, no vocals, and he would just, like, huh. play, like, it, he's, like, one of those guitarists where it's, like, okay, but here's the melody with the chords and a bass line, like, at the oh, same just time. that good? Yeah. Yeah. And they would just, like, go from song to song That's to song to song. That's a different kind of person. And... Like they were so tight. Like every every transition just seemed to like really slap. Like it was that's up there with like those acoustic people. Yeah, with all the slapping the guitars, the one handed harmonics. Yeah. Oh, it turns out every note's a harmonic. What yeah. the fuck, <laughs> dude? Are you watching this? Or now they've added electronica, like elements to the guitar. Yeah. Those pads and it'll amplify through the hole. It's uh-huh. just like this is unreal. It's truly unreal. It's really. It's really kind of fun to watch. Like when it's, like, Man, it's the most entertaining thing in the world. It's like the, the, you're so talented, I can't even fathom the amount of talent you have. Right? Ugh. Like, what, what? What? Who sat down and figured that out? <laughs> Why did we get to a place where it's like mm, this is boring? It's the loneliest musicians where it's like, man, I want to play, but oh, I don't have better. a bass guitar. I don't have a bass player. I don't have a lead guitarist, and I don't have a drummer. I'm Maybe I alone. can start doing all of these by myself. I'm just alone. Yeah, let me figure it out on one instrument. Yeah. Holy smokes! And they do. And now there's, you go like this, and you'll get in one of those music algorithm things, and you're just like, oh, I'm the worst musician in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just watched a nine year old do everything better than me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just can't – growing up in Mountain View told me that, like, okay, I cannot hold myself to the standards of very talented little kids because yeah. it'll just make me feel so bad. Yeah, you can't compare your talents to other people's talents. Yeah. And it'll just make you stop. Well, you know, it's like one of those things to where I could handle – it's like, man, Steve I is really fast at guitar. But then, like, I see an 11-year-old do it, and I'm like, oh, now I kind of feel bad about myself. And so I just had to had to stop, <laughs> yeah. like, where it's like, no, you know, there's just different journeys in life. I'm just better at different things, like – you know, being. I'm sure they're out there. Like I haven't. I don't need to know. I'm not going to list I'm the things. You that know are. what? That's for other people to decide. Yes. It's <laughs> for other people to tell me when I'm very sad about how good uh-huh. these little kids are. <laughs> oh man, I get. Yeah, I get in my own. I get in my own way more than anyone should when it comes to like music writing. I. I mean, like, yeah, there's just, which is, it's good. Like, I always tell when I have, like, students that are starting to write music or whatever, uh, I usually tell them, it's like, okay, you need to just write a lot because you're going to come back in a couple of years and look at probably the first 50 songs you wrote and you're just going to cringe so hard. (laughs) My God, it's so bad. My first band, I like, I love, I had the best memories, loved it. You know, had the time of my life. I was going to be a rock star. Oh, yeah. All this, all this things. And then, but I listened to it and I'm like, oh my God, what was I thinking? Everything, like <laughs> I thinking? The, the music and the lyrics and like the melodies, like everything is just like, okay, well, the guitar does this and the bass 
does the same thing, uh-huh. but on a bass. Yeah. And then the vocals, well, they do the same thing too, but, but it's just vocally. But it's from a voice box. Yeah, and then the drums, if you could just, every time I say a word, just hit the drum. That's and right. Then, and just, oh, it's a mess. But, you know, after those first 50 songs, like, and there's like a little bit of gold like sprinkled out throughout sure throughout oh there's bad parts ones. that i still will noodle around i wrote 20 years ago that i'm like this part rules yeah and it's like oh it's just got all these wonderful memories of like when uh, the world was just nothing but possibilities for like music and things <laughs> myspace was still yeah. a thing <laughs> like, barely that was just becoming a thing i was man oh we didn't even have one our band didn't even have we had a uh, was that what was that shit? Angel Fire. Oh, we had an Angel Fire. Yeah, like were your songs on Napster? No, no. Yeah. It was like I don't even know that we had songs on the internet because we had we broke up before. We like we made the record and then we broke up. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> I I have them personally. But I don't think that they ever got uploaded to anything. I don't even know if Angel Fire still is like a go-toable thing. Right. It was just like, here we are. And of course, you had to have like the profile shots of mm-hmm. every member. Yeah. You had to explain what everyone did. Isn't that funny how like no one even gives a shit about that anymore? It, yeah. No one does that. They're no. like, oh, this is whatever the like, Xavier and he does bass. And they're like, short little bio. We just need to see him. the thing and the. Yeah. Like, just give me the music. Or, or the TikTok or whatever the hell your <laughs> yeah. thing is. Yeah, the whole no one who does what. It's like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Mm. Staying hydrated, baby. All right. I'm parched. Oh, I'm hydrated. Actually, I was up late last night. I'm very tired. That show went way long, and then I was drinking beer. Yeah, yeah. Pizza D's? No, no, Vino's. Vino's, Vino's, Vino's. I wish I was at Pizza. I would. The show last night was fine, and I got to see a band, some bands, and like I liked it, but I really wanted to be at Pizza D's last night. It's one of the downfalls to working at a venue. Like, shows you really want to see. If you you're working, you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And man, last night looked like a fucking blast. They were happy. <laughs> Did you go? No, I didn't make it out, uh, but uh, Steven was playing. Yeah. So, um, Any I, given room? Yeah. You figured it'd be a good time. Those guys are. It's Last. ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah ridiculous. I love listening. They're to so that. good. Yeah, it's like so different too. Which yeah. I guess your birds with teeth is so different too. That's what Stephen was telling me. I need to see y'all. I'm going to. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. On the six, like I'm going to be forced to. So there's no matter what, I will see you. But it sounds so different. Is it like? Try to think. Is it a muse? Is it like? You know how there's like the musicians bands, kind of like how there's the comedians comedian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're like, I get that our fan base might not ever be like worldwide, but this is truly something. Everybody when they see it and they know, they're just like, this is crazy good. I, I think that, like, when people who are in bands listen to us, they usually find the person who's doing what what they do mm. in their band. And so they'll hear Max on bass and Max is a monster. And like, we, we give him room to breathe. Cause like a lot of these songs, you know, because they're bluegrass songs, sure. there's a lot of like instrumental parts in it, just like there would be traditionally in bluegrass. 
And so, like, they'll hear Max, like, do something. They're like, oh, okay, well, this is this band has a very tasty bass player. Or they'll hear JB <laughs> on drums. tasty bassist is, like, one of the best things in music. Man, I, it's hard for me on stage. Like, I make all kinds of faces. Like, like when, <laughs> when, I'd love to see horns make a comeback, too, in, like, modern music, which is kind of starting to a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But a good bassist, whew, man, it goes a long way. Jupiter's Flytrap ha- uh, has a sax player now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's... There are bands doing things with horns. It's it's kind of starting to it's peek through. Back, yeah. Lame Johnny's original thing had a horns section. Nice. It was like, dude, we were like, we were gonna be like a nine, like the Slipknot of rock and roll. I wanted to make a legit rock and roll band with like horns and a whole thing, and I we did it for a while, and now it's just a three piece punk rock band. It's just middle fingers everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck you. Fuck your. Fucking everything. Fuck it all. Burn it down. Love it. It's very angry. <laughs> Punk rock is like... It's like the romance of baseball to where it's just like... Mm-hmm. No, like so much of it is just like the aesthetic of just like pure anarchy like translated into music. And not just like lyrically, just like the music itself is like, no, all of the rules of music should be broken in this moment. And right. It's, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's like the... Like I don't care... Like this is supposed. To, you're telling me it's supposed to be a certain way, and you're supposed to have this movement and this movement and that, and then that will get you to this movement. It's like no, I don't want to do any of that. Yeah, because all of the rules of music are just like kind of like these societal constructs, and so it this really is, is. This is an idea. Like this music well, is based math, on like that smashing math, it. That math turns into long form math. Like music now at the top of the charts is written via an algorithm mm, yeah. that we figured out. You know, 20, well, probably 40 years or 50 years ago now, it's like at this BPM and this blah, blah, blah. And if you repeat the course, this means, and just slowly we figured out what is the most attractive way to hear a song. Yeah. And they just boiled it down to that mm-hmm. where a modern day pop song has one verse of words and then the same thing it's just over that hook. and yeah. over. So you need over. eight words that people are going to sing uh-huh. with you by the end of this. And, and you know it's well, you know whatever it's fine you know we're like, all tapping our toes yeah but it is the least giving I will say to like the soul it is like the bastard you know I don't I don't know how to describe it there's the it's the least though like I did I don't feel nothing like I'm singing along but it's not making me feel something sure no that's a good way to put it because it's not like yeah I'm not gonna like cry in like, my car I, alone like going man this is just so powerful. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not like I'm listening to Timothy from Acidy's Burn just bawling my fucking eyes out, making me feel every feeling in one song. Right. Because it's like, so powerful. And that's not me hating on pop music. Because I feel like no, there's, it's fine. It there's has some its place, for good sure. pop music. But just, I think like the algorithm, as far as like, there's almost a subgenre of pop where it's like, all right, look, we could just chat GPT this whole song. like, and At this be point, fine. for sure. Yeah. But... It's, there's like there's some great pop music out but they there. They do. Oh yeah, I mean, some. It's yeah. You know, like I mean, to, to each his yeah. own. There's some pop music that I really like. I, I I mess with. I'm gonna get all the hate and shit, but it's like it's <laughs> fine because it isn't. It doesn't add anything to anything. It's just kind of for the moment. It's like background music at a Macy's is what it's meant for. And it's not really. I don't know. I like songs that mean stuff, even if that meaning is silly. And it's just for funds. For sure. But, like, more than three things to say. Mm-hmm. Can you paint a picture for me? What about Michael Jackson? 
I mean, I love Michael Jackson's music. For sure, for sure. I think time will tell about the other stuff. <laughs> What's oh, that yeah. noise? Do you hear that? Is it your candle? Oh, yeah. it's still burning, Kurt. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This thing has been pissing me off. <laughs> I've been trying to keep this thing lit for like weeks now. I'll come in and light it and it just goes away. I think I might have just accidentally put it out. It doesn't matter. That's the longest that has stayed lit for sure. <laughs> Don't buy Target Woodwick candles. Oh, yeah. The Woodwick. <clears throat> Sorry, I get distracted easily. But I don't know. Substance. I like it in songs. For sure. Lyrics more specifically. That is something that didn't start until I got older as well. Because when I was like in high school and was like first getting into like heavier music, mm -hmm. lyrics were so secondary to like like that's my wife. She would give usually a fuck be like about a lyrics. Hook where I would be like, No, I like this hook. And I didn't realize that like so many of the lyrics, like especially like the second verse, would just be so weak. And mm -hmm. now that I'm older, it's just like, oh man, like lyrically, like a song needs to be gripping. And if it's not, then it's so disappointing. Cause I like just, it might be a great song, but yeah, beats. Well, it's like my wife, she does that. She's like, oh, I don't care what they're saying. I love the beat. I'm like, well, that makes it. But then in turn, she's in a band with me and she writes wonderful lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> she's an incredible lyric writer and performer. I love the way she sings. I'm a genuine fan of my wife's like vocalist abilities and it just and she's not formally anything. She's just doing what she thinks she wants to hear. Yeah. So it's just someone who's not technically a musician doing something that is oddly very well done for someone who doesn't understand like song structures in a way where like she's not counting the beats she's right. just doing how it feels in the moment i think i think that there's a lot like when you're really experimenting in like just the creative space of music i think that mm. there's this idea of like oh well you know like well what kind of training do you have like what and i don't necessarily know that that's as paramount like when you're just on the creative side of things like my uh my brother i really really respect and value his taste in music he's not a musician at all but right. i just think that like when it's when it's something that you just want to feel like mm. you know it's it doesn't necessarily matter if it's like oh well did they like you know it's like well you know they're really doing a b minor here but based on the key we're in that it should, should be, be an like a, a sharp or something or something like, like, what are we doing here and it's like well no, no that's like come on like that's if you're if you're con confined by those rules to where you're like Every decision is dictated by it. Then right. I think that you're kind of inhibited by them. Uh, boxing yourself in is like the worst in my mind. I, yeah. but I live in a chaos brain, so it's like <laughs> I can't have a box. We have this, you know. We've been writing a lot for this other band I'm in, Shinfo, and it's like we just write, and when it feels right, that's it. Like we just wrote one, and it's like it's like two minutes, and we were trying to add something. And I was like, it's done. Like why are we trying to add? Why are we forcing something that the song's already awesome? Like, yeah, what does it matter if it's not three minutes long? Well, who said it has to ever. be three minutes long, dude? It took me forever to get my mind off of a song has to be verse, length. chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. Right, like that whole like, oh well, we need a bridge. Mm -hmm. We have to have a bridge, and then we can do a breakdown ending or something. Like it doesn't necessarily have to go back into the chorus, but mm -hmm. we got to get out of that into this. And it's yeah. like, no, you can just do that. Yeah, you can just. I mean, who cares? Hard stop. Whatever. I worked on a project where 
I wanted to just write songs that were one minute, but not like where yeah. it felt like the first minute of one song, like where that. it's like the whole song is just one minute and you have to trim the fat out of everything to where it's like, it's where it's like, no, I can't have just like this long intro where you get introduced to the idea slowly. It's like, it has to get there soon. And I can't have like a verse where it's like, well, this verse is really just this one line that I want people to hear and then three lines of filler. It's like everything just had to be really so intentional. Wow. And it was it was a blast. Like I, it's so funny. I thought it's like I'm gonna write six. How did of these. the styles end up? Because I feel like it ends up being more like yeah, like it sounds like a commercial jingle. Right? Yeah, it seems more <laughs> jinglish. Like how do you boil that? It it's like write a song and then take out everything that isn't the just the nuts of the song. Yeah. Um. So some of them. Like, a lot of them came out as, like, kind of sad boy indie type stuff. Ah, okay. Uh, but then, like, there was one, um, so there was this... Very Scott Pilgrim of you. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, I wanted to write this one song, and it was, like, a, a drop D, kind of, like, Delta Bluesy, mm. uh, like, some heavy guitar in it, though. And Love that Delta Blues. Yeah, and it was, ah. like, uh, I wrote it about um, William Tecumseh Sherman, like, the... the northern general uh that burned down atlanta yeah in the civil war and it it was a really fun song and it had a beginning like where it built up to like this one spot like uh the song's somewhere like on my instagram i love that this like, man's writing history song i write history songs too it's so it's so much fun like the band our band name johnny is from a real person yeah and he was a horse thief in the 1800s and like our whole thing, it's around him. That's cool. It's from South Dakota in the Black Hills, like the we had an actual thematic record that was very like Western inspired. All the songs were about this man's life. Very love like it. yes. Oh, that's wild. We even wrote in like a love interest, and then we had this whole thing. Like again, we were supposed to be like a big rock style band, and then now it's just like. We don't not gonna do none of that. <laughs> <laughs> we abandoned that quick. I I love uh, so I'm like I'm a middle school history teacher and like one of my idols. It's a guy from the town that I grew up. His name's Jimmy Driftwood, and he wrote like the, yeah. yeah the Battle of eighteen twelve. Uh, he was my grandma's uh, teacher at Timbo High School, Wild. and he wrote thousands of songs that were all just like these history lessons and he would do it so his kids could like learn their history all right abcs man yeah it works and he wrote uh the ballad of jim barry and it was about this kid from fox arkansas that was left you know like he was two he's like 14 years old so he couldn't go into the civil war and uh there were jayhawkers around and there was this really bad confederate jayhawker named bill dark and he was going around just, like, killing, raping, stealing, everything. Just awful. There's tons of stories about just the terror that he was in, like, Van Buren County, Stone Ca like, now Stone County, uh, all this stuff. And he, like, Jim Barry was 14 years old, but that's, like, the most man that was there if you weren't, like, or it was, like, right. somebody was, like, 60. And so Bill Dark went to go kill Jim Barry and chased him, like, to a house. And Jim Barry shoots him in the forehead and he wrote a song about that so he could teach his that's kids about crazy. it and it's a cool song like the song is really good that's gonna be, like it's on the list of songs that i would like to reimagine uh just like taking that melody yeah. and then, like 
and that one I feel like needs to be really metal though. I like, feel like you're gonna like, have to get whoa. real dark with that. Yeah, one. yeah right. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. it's so good. That's a wild ass story. Oh yeah, like <laughs> and he would like it's just fantastic. I love it. Like when like horse thieves and things like when yes. like, that it, stuff like, this, makes it that into guy's music. nickname was Limping John, and then they called him Lame Johnny. But imagine. We need to bring that back. Can we bring that back? Like you just because this man's name was Driftwood. Like that's yeah, cool Jimmy as Driftwood, fuck, right? Kurt, uh, Kurt, uh, Calamari, Calamari, Kurt, Limp <laughs> 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 Biscuit, yeah. <laughs> uh, mine's like, I guess we do that. Actually, actually, we did. We hasn't gone away. We all have Instagram, man. I know people. I can't remember their name. But their handle, I remember. I'm like, oh, this is bad. You know? This is bad. I used to... What's so, up, Calamine Lotion 246? I used to play cards. Uh, I used to play a lot of cards. Wait, That's, what kind of cards are we talking here? Like mostly gambling? Texas Hold'em. Okay, okay. Uh, a you were little be like bit Magic of Omaha High Low. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I was... So, imagine people that are super obsessed with Magic. That's how obsessed I was with poker. Okay. Um, but I used to play cards and... For the for the life of me, I mean, I sat around for hundreds of hours with this uh, with this man, and I can't remember his name because we all just called him Booger. There you go. And you like, don't need to know his name. Yeah, if I saw him, I'd just be like, "Oh, hey, Boog," and like it was just like one of those <laughs> things where it's oh, I feel Bug. so bad, and uh, it's like in the back of my head, it's like, no, I know his real name. I know uh-huh. I know that his mother did not look at him and be like, "I will call you Booger," like, <laughs> uh, but I just can't. Somebody but, did. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he ate his bugs when he was little. He said it was because he had freckles, and we refused to accept that. that. Like, it. it's like, that is not the answer. That is not There's why. a story he that man is embarrassed to tell. <laughs> that is that is not why you call somebody booger. <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah. Like, that, yeah, when you say it out loud, you're like, uh, that sounds like bullshit. <laughs> Shout out to Booger, wherever you're at, man. Yeah, we know you're yeah, watching, yeah. so thanks for tuning in and <laughs> checking out the podcast. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> could you imagine Booger finds this and like comments? Can you imagine a world where Booger finds this? <laughs> he was all so I was about. Is he alive? Is Booger still yeah, with us? Should okay. Be. Uh, I feel like I would have heard through the grapevine if he wasn't, and it would have to be something strange happened if he weren't, but. I was always so much. You know, I was always like the kid at the poker table. I was like, "How old are you now?" Thirty-four. Oh, okay. And like this is over a decade ago, and just playing a lot of cards with. I would imagine that the average age was probably like thirty years older than me, uh, oh, wow. at least, and like they would just give. They would. They were brutal to me. Like they. Yeah, were, yeah, yeah. They would take my money and then also just like, like just twist the knife as they were taking it. For so. sure. And it was the best. It was so so fun, so reckless, like so such a dumb time in my life. Hell yeah! But my favorite times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, cause in college I didn't I didn't really party, I didn't really like drink that much, uh, and I would just go and it was just be gambling. Like, I would go like I would get to a game at like seven o'clock. And then leave at maybe four a.m. That's that's insane. That's so wild. I don't understand. It's the worst. I don't understand that at all. It's the, the, it's the most boring. I'm gonna thing. sit here for. 
nine hours and just lose money. What? Well, you know, you win money too. Uh, you not win. me. Never won a single dime in my life. Let's go to the casino. Huh? Let's go to the casino. Oh, no, hell no. Uh-uh. The best thing that can happen is you go to a casino and you lose and have a terrible time and you never want to go back. Like, That's me. I've, I've the I've first done time that. you go, it's like, oh man, I made like 300 bucks. I went to Vegas. I put $20 in the machine. It was gone in less than a minute and mm-hmm. I got back up and I was like, well, that's all I needed to know. That is, I, I guarantee that you walked away better than most people. Because just to, if you only lost $20 in Vegas, that's that's hard to do. I would find those little tickets laying around that still like, you know, they're like 89 80 cents, cents or yeah. whatever. <laughs> and I would just hand them to people who look like they needed it. Just gather them up uh-huh. and say, hey, man. Well, like, they're everywhere. There's like three bucks there. There you the go. One casino's got like four billion people in it. That town is wild. You ever Yo, been there? I have not been to Vegas. I, I don't I think I always that told myself I never would. And I'm so, so happy I actually went. Yeah. You don't have to gamble. For Dude, sure. It is. I think it's one of the wildest. And I only saw two miles of it. And it's like seven miles. Were you on the strip? No. No, I mean, I was on part of one of the shirts, but like at okay. the end near the Raiders Stadium, like right, right, all right. the way, literally at the end. And man, oh man, what a time I had! What a time I had! I was only there for like three hours. It's the most magnificent, maybe four hours. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I wasn't there long, and wow, I would do it again in a heartbeat. But if you have a gambling issue, you yeah, stay away because. It's all gambling. Yeah, it just feels like that there would be. Well, I don't know because I couldn't. I can't play cards because uh, you know my my girlfriend. Like I have better <laughs> sense than to be like, hey, you know what would be really fun if you sat next next to me quietly for yeah. ten hours while uh-huh. I play cards. Like that's obviously not gonna work. And then like I'm <laughs> while I lose our money. Yeah, it's like well, let's <laughs> both separately go to Vegas and we might see each other in the hotel room. Like, that's not that's also not gonna work. And I know then, I know little Kevin wanted a matchbox thing for Christmas, <laughs> but it's gone now. But actually, I emptied out his savings uh-huh. account. Yeah. So no, yeah, no, and so I mean, like I can. I can play cards like every once in a while, but mm. it's just something to where now it's just finding the time, which is great. Like, right. Because I don't want to just Too be... busy to just gamble away your money. Exactly. That's, that's, a, good. that's a good space to that's be good. in. It is a good space to be in. I have a huge problem with gambling. I mean, even it's like, oh man, like, do you want to... Even like doing certain things seem like gambling to me. And I'm like, I don't know. Like going to new restaurants. Oh. <laughs> Why would we go here when we know for a fact this one is delicious? Because, like, go to the restaurant ain't cheap anymore. (coughs) You go and it's like, it. me and my wife, it's like, oh, that was $37.50. You're like, what? We got nothing. $37.50. And I have to tip now, too. And it's like Mm -hmm. $48 later. I'm like, I don't ever want to eat out again. I thought this was... A Chinese buffet. Yeah. Oh, well, how's, how's your buffet game? I mean, I'm, look at me, man. I Actually, my buffet game is actually pretty weak. I'm not going to lie. No. I was going to try and church it up. It's pretty bad. I get the same two things I over and over and over at a buffet, until I'm full. I usually, like, so I can't, I have to plan, like, when I go to a buffet <laughs> because I need to be, like, hungry enough to where right. you feel justified. My per plate <laughs> meal, like, is 
like at a level that I can like live with. I got mad about my mother last time we went because he like barely ate anything. I was like, that's sixteen dollars. That's right. Yeah. Go get another plate. <coughs> I used to, in my early twenties. I would, oh, I would sneak food out of the buffet. I mean, and and that's after you ate five plates of food. Oh yeah. And they only charge you $4 for that. You're oh. like, oh, the lunch deal is only $7? You're like, that. Nah, we're going to eat here all day. Mm-hmm. And then have, like, Tupperwares, like, in the purse that yeah. would, like, get a little bit of that. For sure. Not proud of it. Did they have a place in Mountain View where you could – was there a – No, that was, like, once I went to college. Oh, uh, okay. The KFC had a buffet, and that's where I cut my teeth on uh, binge eating uh-huh. there as a, as a young boy, learned how to like, make it work. Yeah. Well, what was the cheesy dish today? Rice. <laughs> 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 they only had, like, se- – dude, I don't know. The KFC buffet has always been kind of weak. The old school uh, pizza buffet was another – but that was oh, like when that place was legendary. Buffet. Yeah, no, when they had right. like arcade machines, mm-hmm. and they had like a full spread buffet, salad bar, and they cut the pieces so small, which was fun because yeah. I left feeling like Party a champion. Cuts. That's right. Where I'm just like, I just ate 17 slices of pizza. Uh-huh. I must be a superhero. But this like three slices is one slice. Yeah, so exactly. Really you have yeah, like four slices of pizza. And they're right. Like, they're like, kid, we won so much money off of you. <laughs> <laughs> but you felt awesome. I just yeah, because it would just be like a competition where it's like, okay, well, how many slices can you eat? Have to eat the crust. I don't know, man. I miss that. I have like such a hard nostalgia for like those times because it was more than just going and sitting down and eating. There was like pinball machines and you could game and once like arcade style yeah. cabinets came in and like uh-huh. all this other there was the place you're going to and then the other shit to do in that place yes and all the buildings were uniquely their self now it all looks the same oh all the I food is not great the the mcdonald's with like the play pits and stuff yeah, like, yeah that was or back oh for a minute for a hot minute those mm-hmm. mcdonald's that had the n64s oh yes out in like the kiosk area mm-hmm. uh-huh had like that little like little extender arm with the controller Absolutely. attached to it. Those Play Mario Kart sixty four at McDonald's. Those things were always taken up. You never. When I would go, it was like peak hours, you know, because I'm like with my parents, so they're like, "It's lunchtime, let's go." And they're just every time you go, there's some kid on there. It, sometimes you could find like the right vibe to where it was like a group of kids like would, would self govern themselves. They're like <laughs> winner plays on, or you could do like top two play on like uh-huh. on those four player races. And it's just like, all right, like, you know, like, and you'd have a line. It would just be like, it'd be like an arcade where it's just like, no, okay, like, we got to take this kid down. Like, <laughs> keeps picking Yoshi like a little jerk. Dude, yo, shout out Yoshi. He's one yeah. of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I love Yoshi. Uh, so when you're writing lyrics to songs, I'm... I'm always like fascinated how people do it. I am very, very like, I'll write it out like how clearly I have like an idea of what I want it to be. Like mm-hmm. I have a new song I'm working on. I don't have any music to it yet, so I'm kind of like trying to stave off writing down lyrics because I love having the music in my hand. Mm-hmm. I can play it. Yeah, I like writing the song and the lyrics at the same time. Definitely, definitely same. You same, and then I'll go back home with like the rough map mm-hmm. and just sit there and write, and I'll play it. And then I'll go back and like say this line. It's like it's just not feeling it, and finally get something else. And then I'll have to start the song completely over, and play up to that point to make sure the whole vibe is yeah. continued on past that point. It's very, very like time consuming. 
lots of like pages torn over, mm-hmm. you know. I th- I think so I very much believe in like um like the idea of like having a muse like and so I need like my my philosophy behind it is like I need to be as ready as possible for when a song comes. Mm. Cuz like it's so hard for me to just like okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write a song uh and like I get there and I'm just like, okay, and I have nothing. And like I can start trying to like like force it out. And I can like get the song out and it's a good exercise because it's uncomfortable, it's difficult, it's all these Especially things. Alone. Yeah. yeah. And then like but then every once in a while, like I'll just be playing and I try to like play, you know, often enough to where like inspiration has the opportunity to come to me. Like cause I don't think that like I'm not very seldom I'm like driving down the road and it's like oh here's the song like it's like when I'm playing guitar and I'm like okay I let me experiment with some of these and things. hummed into my voicemail like I've got to get this out of my brain it's too good I got a lot of voice memos <laughs> like where it's like okay well let me like revisit this I've never wrote a single one of them. <laughs> I just want to state I just want to state like I've never gone back and been like this we're writing this I but yeah as far as like when I'm writing I want um, I want to be as prepared as I can be for when a song starts to develop. And usually once a song, like if I write a song, it usually comes to me and it'll be like 30% there. And from that, if I feel like if I'm like, you know, putting in the work now, like the other 70% is like, okay, now I need to figure out how to get this, like this idea, mm. like fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's a bit easier. It kind of depends on the song. Like, the first few songs that we wrote as Birds with Teeth, uh, like I said, a lot of them were about gambling. And so, like, that was just kind of, like, on my mind of, like, oh, I'm going to write some songs about this. And just three different songs, like, came from it. Like, three different feels, three different vibes. And, like, that was over the course of, like, maybe maybe a month. Mm. Uh, but then with, like, the Bluegrass songs, that's easier because there's, like... You ever find yourself oh, well. railroading yourself doing that? Because, like... When I write a song, I I, I I get like, I got to get it all out in this one song. If this song's about X Y Z, I can't mm. I can't have multiple songs about the same. I think, like so when I guess when I say I wrote three songs about gambling, it's three songs that covered different moments uh, in, over a span of like. Uh, I gotcha. Maybe like six years of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like. It's more so just about like things that I learned over that time, but they all kind of like resemble choices that you make when you're like right. when you're gambling money you don't have. Hey oh <laughs> <laughs> like being in a band for thirty years and being poor at the same time. Gamble. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but that orange cabinet looks so good on stage and sounds like butter. Yes. Three grand? I think I'll pay three grand for that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's something that uh, Stephen <laughs> told me uh, is um, being a musician's the most expensive way to be poor. That's right. And that we'd uh, all be doing so much better yeah, if right? we just didn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, Titans of industry. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, at least like I wouldn't have to be like. You know, ooh, the electric bill. I shouldn't have bought those, uh, you know, symbol pack 
last month. I knew this was going to happen. Yeah, you get to the end of the month and it's like, what did it, where did this go? Oh, yeah. I did go to Guitar Center three times. I yeah. did go to Guitar Center three times. <laughs> they should really have like uh, blockers. Like, I've thought about this a hundred times where I give my phone to my wife and I'm like, passcode me out of some things uh, uh-huh. and give me like only certain allowable instances. Like, I have to... <laughs> Like I, I need to, someone to save me from myself. I have to. It's like, will you unlock my phone for <laughs> yes. me so that I can look at instrument cables? I want to go to just sounds. I don't. I'm not going to buy anything. Okay, please. <laughs> that the problem is, is that I just enjoy window shopping, like Ooh. on my phone. Of just like, let me just don't let me all. just build the cart. You let hop on marketplace build. or something, and you're just like, oh my god. Or the worst is that new one that Ali Bob. Ali, it's Timu like everything's Ali, everything's from like China. No, 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 not Timu. I don't know. Okay. Timu is like weird, like then, house appliances. Then it's shit. Alibaba. Yeah, you get into like the musician and lighting and stuff. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. And the PAs, you're like, you can get a mini line array for only five thousand dollars. I was looking at like the little like, sign. I don't have five thousand dollars. What am I doing? Looking at the silent disco uh, headphones. Uh huh. It's like, oh man, they got so many. You can get the whole set. It's three grand. It takes like what? And then it'll be like two months to ship. <laughs> what yeah. What the fuck am I doing? I gotta go pick it up on some dock in Oregon. <laughs> it'll be worth it because I have this idea for this one show. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Actually, with your other band, that could be pretty dope. Well, See? that's exactly that's immediately why I was how my mind starts working. I'm like, you know, you could justify it. That would be cool. Well, that's the problem is that like I I start telling myself it's like I don't know if I can afford not to buy this. Right. And it's I want to yeah. go down in history forever to be the coolest show guy ever. Like, <laughs> uh, and I can only do that if I spend two grand on this show to make no money. <laughs> this is this is gonna pay for itself. No, that's something that. Oh, would... when you're like, I could get a hundred people in there. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can make a hundred friends and then invite those hundred friends. Now, surely all my friends will come and support me and pay ten dollars. Twelve people later, and a scratched head and some credit card debt. Yeah, right. You're like, oh man, we just got to do this ten more me. times. You start lying to yourself all over again. Yeah, I just need to like because those ten people they'll they'll be ready to do this again next week for sure. Yeah, for right? sure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know they're coming. <laughs> <laughs> they said they would. Okay, listen, Kurt. They said they'd show up. All right, I got they're gonna show up. Seventy maybes on here. Surely uh-huh. half of them will show up. Yeah, here we go. Like, look, I know that the going is only seven, but the interested is forty-two. <laughs> they're interested, right, Kurt? Nope. No. <laughs> interested means I see you. You're my friend. I'm not coming to that shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is. I'm not going, but. This this interested click but here's is worth some something. <laughs> yeah, because some people will see this and be like, "Oh, well, maybe if it's their first show, they'll see that interest and be like, oh, okay, maybe some people are going to come to this.'" Yeah. And say, no. I think it's like half minus ten percent. There's like an, uh, a number you can get for like that interested number of people that possibly will actually show up, and it's not that many. I was going to say it's not just zero. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not zero, but it is like way less than you would think as far as like. I think that interested button really does make people feel like they it gives them an uh off the hook. Mm-hmm. I'm off the hook. Yeah. I got the notification, I responded. Didn't ignore it. Because I feel some sort of obligation to because you see you took time to send it to me, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna take time to you know, it's very weird. That's a very weird thing we do. Yes. 
it's like a shared mutual like mm-hmm. I'm not coming to your thing because you're not coming to my thing, <laughs> but we're both interested in each other's things. <laughs> we both want us to continue to do these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe if there's another thing there, I'll see your thing. I'm not a good friend. When our things intersect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When that, when your thing when I invite <clears throat> you to come to the thing that you're already at. And I'm talking about myself me. here. I've seen so many people's acts and I'm like, I need to come out and see you. And the only time you know, it was because I was also going to be there already. Yeah. You know? That's happened to me a bunch. I'm guilty too. It's it's so especially like this time of year is hard. It's it's, it's so cold. We are being so, pulled so dark so in early. every direction. You're at work, it's dark. You leave to go home, it's dark. It's just like you're stuck in this... Your soul is dark. Yeah, your yes. soul gets darker every time this year. Everybody's dying. I get it. yeah. Yeah. Win- winter time's rough on me. Like It's I, rough on everybody. It's so hard. <laughs> Even the happiest of us are like, <sighs> man, this is ridiculous. It'll be so... It's so hard. Teaching, teaching middle schoolers... Like you have to like put on like your teacher face and say, "Hey guys, today we're going to be learning about history and this is going to be great." And then like in between that five minutes in between classes, you can't scream at little Samuel's ass, ticking his pencil the whole time. No, it's just like one of those things to where like part of me just wants to be like, "All right, guys, I'm going to teach you all of this, but I just don't have the energy to make it fun." But you'll still get the same information. Right, right, right. But you just got to do it with my sad face. Like you just got to put up with like me not smiling for a while, just because. It wears me out too much. <laughs> we got to do this eight times today of just like, hey guys, you know what's awesome? Uh-huh. Ancient Egypt. And do you do you have multiple classes or is it? Yeah, surely right. So you yeah. what is it like hour blocks? Um, yeah. So I see my kids for about ninety minutes, hour uh, and a half. Okay. Yeah. So t- four, two forty-five minute blocks, and then. Um, you, I guess you have like a period to yourself. Do they still do that? Yeah, yeah. I get like I get some breaks. It's not nonstop teaching, but. Feels like it at times. Mm, I can imagine. Well, when you're not teaching, you're what you're preparing for. Kurt, wake up! You're preparing for the next thing. Yeah, like lunch. You got to scoop down some microwaved pasta from, you know, the Dollar General. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of a uh, lot of scrambling. Which uh, do you eat at the cafeteria? Do you eat your bring food? I I started so I used to. I was just eating way too much fast food, and now I'm. Just like trying to meal plan ah. and just like, because I feel better, but mostly it's just like, oh, oh yeah, my you're gosh. I was spending like eighty dollars a week on so like fast crazy. food on, on food that made me miserable. But think about add that up a month. That's a car payment. Yeah, exactly. In just terrible food. Exactly, and it was just one of those things. Where I can't do this. I cannot. That that is a good motivator for me when I see like the price of things. I'm like, I could be having another car. Yeah. Why am I doing this? Like cigarettes. One mm. of the biggest motivators to stop smoking was legit. Like, I could own another house <laughs> with the amount of money I am spending on no. cigarettes. It is insane. Yeah. Five grand a year. It's just like, no, Oof. don't do that. I could easily be renting like a whole shop to just do whatever I want in. Mm-hmm. It's weird. And you start quantifying it like that. You're like, well, man, I should probably stop. It helps. Yeah. No, yeah. it makes it easier for sure. It's, uh, it's bad, bad habits, bad habits, and money is oh, the worst. Teaching children all day, though. Migraine <laughs> City. Do y'all get like headaches at the end of the day? I have, I have a. Are good sixth group. graders cool kids? I have a good group this year. Um, I don't know anymore. 
I only know from when I was 12. I think, I think the, the, like when people look at sixth graders right now, they'll see deficiencies that they have compared to when we were in kid, like we were kids in, in school, like, cause we can just do different things. And mm. like my sixth graders now can do stuff that just didn't exist when I was in sixth grade. Well, that's, yeah. Like, just Babies, technologically. You can hand like, a baby a phone and they know how to use it. That's yeah, just crazy weird. For sure. And, like, and just, like, the stuff, like, I remember my, my sixth grade teacher being like, you should not ever use a calculator because if you use a calculator – like you're not gonna figure out how to do it by hand, and like it's gonna it's gonna that baby meme, you too much. That meme, that meme, you can't just have a calculator in your pocket at all times. So yeah, now it's like I have the world in my pocket at yeah, all times, right. which is also terrible for sure. But like now, like my students, uh, like the stuff, like they're using their calculator, but they're doing it to do stuff that's pretty cool. Like you know, they're using like graphing calculators and doing all this cool stuff, which I don't mess with that. I teach um, history. I teach a couple of music classes, but. With my history classes, they're like, "This isn't fun. fun. It's old stuff." It's that's what I like about my uh, this current group of sixth graders. I got is that they they seem they seem pretty into it. They they're, they're yeah. restoring my hope in uh, humanity a little it's, bit. It's it's hard to be especially when like oh next period I get to solder motherboards or whatever the hell kids are doing <laughs> now. Like I have no idea. Oh, I get to code. Coding's probably coding. huge. I would assume, and, yeah. and they're teaching that. Got to be getting younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they start coding. Early elementary school. Gotta be. Just it's like, like cursive. It's making little like, games. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. here's a, And you can do it in an app. And, you know, I'm sure they're all like AI this and blah, 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 that. And you're just like, what is happening? I love AI. Oh, my God. Do you? I, I use it. I use it a lot. to. Um, our lords are coming. We yeah, created I, We created our own God. I'm just getting I'm getting ready for when AI takes over. I can show that I was I was an early adopter of like, hey, look, I was ready to submit to you on I, day one. I never did mean prompts. I never screamed at Siri. <laughs> Siri, tell them Siri. Oh, no. Yeah, actually, that's I never screamed be at her. My my Google Home uh, pod is going to snitch on me. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, oh, you think he likes AI? Uh-huh. It's all tape. story. Yeah. Oh, remember when you got sassy because I forgot to put pickles in the grocery list? Remember when I wouldn't uh-huh. recognize your voice and you cursed at me for an hour? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm a dead man. Yeah. The vacuum cleaner's going to kill you. Like, something <laughs> bad. It's no. all going to be terrible. Yeah, I forget just how many thi- how many of my appliances I'm cruel to now. Yeah, my vacuum cleaner all of it. is going to get me strung up. I'm just going to... I actually... I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm getting all of them getting curmudgeon I had a thought yesterday. Like, I should buy a car that's carbureted. So when everything goes to shit, I can still get around. That's the thought I had in my brain. Yep. Well, when it all when the power grid goes down, I'll still be able to drive. You gonna you have the back of it filled up with food rations and I do have food that lasts a while that is tucked away for sure. But that's yeah. just old school. I mean, you know, my grandparents all were they had grew all their own food, so like having rations stored for disasters was just kind of like a common thing for sure when I was a kid. Everyone had disaster rations. I think that just stuck with me. You know, you just get food that doesn't go bad for a while. Like this stuff right here is good till 2025. Just canned water. Just put a box in the back of the pantry. Yeah. It's not, you know, if something goes wrong, you'll be all right for a little bit. You will be the bougiest survivor if you pull out the case of like canned water where it's like, look, it's end of days. And it's like, well, let's crack open one of these liquid deaths. One of these delicious liquid deaths. Oh, look. That guy's head just blew up. <laughs> the drone must have got him. 
no rice here. We're eating, uh, you know, those bucket <laughs> meals. Actually, some of that stuff's pretty good. Yeah, some of that. Oh yeah, the cheese, the chili macaroni, the oh, MRE I chili love, macaroni is so good. It's I salty love, as hell. I love chili mac. Who doesn't? Oh. Kurt, what do you think about chili mac on a scale of one to ten? Go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. That is a solid 8.2. Love Chili Mac. Mm. <clears throat> what beans you... or no beans? Uh, indifferent. I like beans. I like beans. They make me way gassy now. Awful. No, too. I got I I I I, I old aged into lactose intolerance. I tried to drink a glass of milk one day and just your shit not, everywhere. Could stuff. not stand up straight. Uh-huh. Like I was just keeled over. It's like, oh no, it's going. That, on. Every time I can't have my favorite cookie in the world now because of it. Can't dunk it. Yeah, yeah. And I I listen every now and then when it's like date movie night, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it because that's like my whole thing. Yeah. I want to sit here and watch this dope movie with my wife and eat these delicious milk-filled cookies. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that, but like drinking a glass of milk is just I don't out even, of the question. It, it's so instant now. I don't even so make it to the end. Milk-filled cookies? Yeah, because you fill you them with milk. You saturate them. You saturate the, the cookies. You know, and you let the, the bubbles got to stop. I ain't pulling it out until the bubble <laughs> stops, sir. I make sure it's <laughs> We're dead. getting every last orifice <laughs> in this cookie filled with the delicious milk. Like a serial killer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but uh it's like i'm yeah i'm bad so blue box or shells and cheese what are we doing Ooh, shells and cheese are hard to go wrong with that it's it is shells and cheese. kurt's shells and cheese i actually like blue box man i make a pretty mean you should have mine it's either that or from scratch a lot of times okay yeah i mean like because there's no wrong way like, there's you no know, wrong somebody's way. like hey look here's some shell brand instant mac and cheese i'm like let's do it Let's mac and cheese and pizza are kind of the same, where it's like bad mac and cheese. They're pretty fucking good. Got a pretty high floor. Yeah, you know, like even the microwaved mac and cheese, like those cups that, that are just like, yeah. this shouldn't be edible, and it's probably honestly not. <laughs> Still tastes pretty decent. Yeah, no, for sure. Like there's, well, we were, and I like the full circle. We're back around to cheese. It's always coming back to cheese. Yeah, and there's a time <laughs> and a place for every cheese, and that little... That little box I think I, of the mac and cheese, the little cup. Yeah. Yes. There's... I think I jinxed it by starting this whole. I met you and immediately was like, "You want to know how fat I am? I'm making, <laughs> I'm making a cheese sandwich. I'm pioneering a, a sandwich. I'm making a cheese sandwich, but not how you think. There's breathing. Start weird. with the cheese stick. <laughs> it's the whole thing. Oh, you just met this person. What do you want to tell him? Check this out. <laughs> it's like that. You guys want to see a dead body? Yeah, of course I want to see a dead body. <laughs> you ever seen a dead body? No. No? No, no. I mean, like, not... Not not from, like, natural cause, like a funeral home body. Yeah, like, n- never, like, outside. Of like, happened home. upon a guy that got stabbed and he is now dead. No. 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 Happened co- upon a couple of stabbed people. But not dead ones. They were just stabbed. Stabbed up pretty good. Ooh. Yeah. It happens. You know, yeah. sometimes you get stabbed. No, yeah. That's, that's, Kurt's got video of the time I almost got stabbed. <laughs> I've been almost everything. Video like here? I've been like almost one shot. Of the episodes on I phone. missed or something? No, no. <laughs> Could you imagine? Someone gets mad like I get in an altercation. Uh, what the Shells hell? and cheese? I think not, sir. Pulls out a butterfly knife and wicks it across the table. <laughs> John wicks it. Wow. 
It's gonna be. De- I mean, there's gonna be blood on the walls. We're gonna go crazy. I'm. I'm a psychopath. I don't like when people pull weapons on me, man. It just. It just makes me crazy. Something about it. Just like, oh, we're dying today. See, people think it's just fight or flight. But there's, there's a, a primal, third option. There's a primal goes, rage in there that's just like, it just comes out of me. I'm like, oh, this is what we're doing? You better put it through my fucking eye socket because I'm going <laughs> to eat your nose off your face. People are like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, look, man, I didn't put it in me. It's just in there. <laughs> that is some like. I didn't put it in me. It's just in there. <laughs> that's, a, that's the title of my next book. I didn't put it in me. It's just in there. <laughs> At least that's what I'm telling the what's the proctologist? is it proctologist? what's the butt, the butt doctor? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't put it in me. It's just in there. So what are we gonna do? <laughs> the prostate exam. I just actually I'm supposed to do that now. I don't wanna do it. It's it's the thing about getting old. I think they moved it to thirty five. I think you're next I think you're almost up on the list there, so buddy. Happy birthday to me. Uh huh. I get you imagine you schedule it for your thirty fifth birthday, you're like, <laughs> I just wanna get this out of the way, man. <laughs> expect a lollipop at the end of <laughs> like what'd you do today i had a bunch of air shoved in my butt and then a finger no. the fart i want it just for the fart what? the big fart they won't let you leave until you pass all that air out of your body oh okay because they no, shove I a bunch of air, air in, there. in there yeah, yeah. no I've, I've yeah is it just it's just one like can they just, just like, one cheese block can they give me like just a little heimlich <laughs> maneuver and just like if i got somewhere to be can they just be like all it's right, just we'll wild it's just wild that you think like we have all this advancement in so many areas, and the way we're checking for prostate cancer is an old man has got to finger your butt. That's still what we're doing. It is 2023. We have supercomputers in our pockets, and the only way to know if my prostate's going to kill me is if some old guy fingers me. That is fucking crazy. So Why is that what we're doing? <laughs> Hey, Kurt. yeah. So, so the music side. <laughs> actually, so how many bands are you in? Actually, um, just the just the two projects. Just two. Uh, I um, am, which I mean, like I feel like everybody in Little Rock is in like five projects. You gotta so be. I feel like being in two. Well, projects there's only is seventeen like... of us. We gotta be in multiple <laughs> bands. No, there's be, there's actually becoming a lot. There's so many bands right now. It's amazing. Yeah, it's great. And so many different genres, like the genre spread out like the amount of genres there are mm-hmm. might be the most ever of just things you can go see from all of it yeah it's fantastic did the djs the hip-hop the country artists the, and there's so many of each one mm-hmm. it's not like you're relegated to being like well i'm kind of just doing this on my own because there's not like a market for it there's a market for all of it it's a great time like aren't you and steven doing your thing in like coffee shops yeah, that's what's nice. Side project thing. Yeah, it's uh because we can just it's a relatively small footprint, so we can just set up anywhere and that's sick. uh like coffee shop is it just makes a lot of sense because a lot of our stuff right now is just like very chill and stuff. Which I mean, like with it being loop, we it can get rowdier, mm. and so we're you know exploring that field and like dipping our toe in the water as far as like all right, well, what if we tried to be like. Like make this more like a rave type stuff, but oh. uh, right now, like all of our shows have just been like. Chill. You imagine you somehow turn a coffee shop, everyone's in there just chilling, like, oh, this is lovely, and by the end of it, they're all just. <laughs> yeah, someone's over there working the light switch. <laughs> just a dimmer. Just... 
Gerald, grab the lights. <laughs> that's actually, that's, that'd be a funny skit, actually. I would like that. That'd be a good way to promote, like, y'all's next, like, a show that y'all are doing, some sort of bigger thing. I would like to just have, like, just a camera set up, where, and then us just, like, hit, like, this nasty, like, techno beat, like, just in the middle of just, People like, look up from their, you know, their giant yeah. coffee mugs. What is happening? <laughs> Like a like a McDonald's commercial, but with a rave at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, actually. I'm, I'm into it. Uh, I don't hate that idea. And also, coffee shops are like Stephen's second favorite place to be. He he fits right in. He uh, definitely has that vibe. Oh, if there was ever a person that's like, oh, clearly you're at a coffee shop my every sweater. single day. Uh, <laughs> don't talk about my teapots. <laughs> I love him so much. He's and such he's, a good person. He's great. Like it's just been fantastic playing music. How'd y'all meet? Um, so when I started Birds with Teeth, my uh, bass player mm. and Steven were both at Renown, mm. and they had started a video game music band called the Emulators. That's right. Um, and Max was like, "Oh, also, we're looking for a keyboard player in this band that you know doesn't." Because Steven was already in like so many bands at He's this point. He's in every band. Yeah. And so <clears throat> he was like, and we don't really rehearse like too, too much because the songs are structured like in a way that makes enough sense to where like if we need to hit like a sting or like just any little cutie things, like right. uh, we can get that done in like a, a single rehearsal and like the time commitment is a little bit less. And so Steven's like, yeah, I think I can do that. And then once we started that uh, project, I, like, I told Steven, I was like, okay, well, this one really rehearses even less than that one. <laughs> oh, you don't say. <laughs> I think it was the promise of this project will try to be, like, something that makes money as opposed to, like, because every, every uh, music project I've been has gone the opposite way of, like, no, this is not something that I'm going to get rich doing, but it's a labor of love, and it It's not even like, it's not even like a, uh, what is it, what do they call it, like a passive income? No. no, it's just like, oh, are you prepared to lose money? It is a very active income dream. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can we get it where we get to keep some of it? Oh, no, 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 no. Maybe in 20 years? Maybe? The money that you made from this show <laughs> will cover a little bit of the losses that you had leading up to the show and be happy about that. It's like, oh, yeah, that's yeah my, my entire, like, I'm never going to stop playing music. You know, the capacity dwindles because of just age and things like sure, that. Sure, sure. Like, I don't think I'll be 60 and just doing post-hardcore hanging from the ceiling. I don't know that it's possible. So far, so good. Yeah. Can still do it. It's very fun, but, you know, not getting any younger. How old are you? Uh, I'll be 40 in five months. Oh, okay. Right there, right at the cusp. I don't know what to do. I don't want it. And we it's just coming. keep on. We just keep on keeping on. Like when we're sixty, I definitely think like when we're sixty, just get the friends together and say, "Hey, look, can we just throw together a show on this date?" And everybody's gonna be like, "Yeah." We're just yeah. doing like one a year at this point. Yeah, you I think know, I'm gonna just... do country. I think that's where I'm landing yeah. on. But like older school, kind of where you're at with like your yeah, you well, know, like, just like lyrically driven country. Yeah, like, needs just to tell like a story. Simple. Four on the floor, tell a story. Mm -hmm. Not singing, maybe, probably playing drums, if I had to guess. Yeah. Just nice, easy going. Ah, something I can relax to. I And it makes money. That's true. Let's not forget the most That's important true. part about country music. Is that 
That is where the money is. <laughs> if you can't rap, you yep. better get in a country act. Because <laughs> those two genres are the only two that are paying out money. Not, yep. sorry, no one came. Here's negative dollars. You actually <laughs> owe us money. <laughs> we got to pay the your sound Your cut guy. of the door is you owe us $30. That's right. <laughs> Remember that door deal we had? Turns out didn't work. And <laughs> not in your favor either. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I've played some doozies. I played the lowest show I ever played was one. Never played in front of zero. Yep. Thank God. Is that one? What does the other do the other bands on the ticket count? They didn't show up. They didn't show up and it's just one? One person paid. Oh. The only other person that was in the room was the person that ran the venue so uh-huh. just one person was there uh-huh. and they were at the door yeah so i don't count that like you, they, they're there by default they pay you out they pay no, you, no, like no, no, the, no, the split no, of that no, one five dollar no, no, no. cover sure didn't and it was kind of cool actually uh that person ended up being you never know who you're playing in front of ended up being a magazine wrote an article about it oh and we ended up being friends for a while too so it was actually really cool it's like what are the odds? That's oh. the one person that came in the room. Yeah. And we just played, you know, we were just like, I'll just use it as like a, a cool band practice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, rehearsal. You are fancy. Oh. <laughs> rehearsal. Rehearsal. Mm, yes. Mm. We're going to rehearsal soon. Yes, <laughs> I have rehearsal later today, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I always thought rehearsal is what you say when you make money doing it. Oh, no. Like when I... you're rich. That's rehearsal. I certainly have not adopted that <laughs> because I'm so, uh, I I don't know. I I feel like uh when I was in college, uh I was in like the band and choir and stuff. And so like we had to practice on our own. Uh-huh. And then when we got together, like the mandatory thing, we called that rehearsal. That's rehearsal. And so that was interesting. That was w- when I started like using that. So language, is practice a singular thing and rehearsal is a group thing? No, that's just like in my mind. That's how I've never playing. understood the difference. Well, when I would show up, my band director would yell at people that didn't practice, ah. and I would, like, and if somebody were to raise their hand, and be like, "But this is practice," he would murder them probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so, like, that's when I guess we just needed to like, okay, because this is rehearsal and. Like you know, that I get that. Other thing I've practice. had to start playing guitar at home because I got so lazy. Mm. I was only playing my instruments at, at practice. practice. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not, you don't get worse, I don't think, but you you just stay the same for so long. And finally it catches up to your brain and you go, I should really be putting in some effort here. Yeah, this thing that was hard two weeks ago in theory, should be easy now, but it's still hard. It's why still kind of hard. Like, like, why am I still flubbing this note? Yeah. Yeah. Also, I want to write cooler stuff now. I have it in my mind that I want to not necessarily do, like, I'm not trying to do solos, but there's this cool thing happening where, like, movement on, the like, the top three strings and, like, mm-hmm. the midsection of the guitar. Yeah. Especially, like, the southern riff aspect. I want to get better the at drop that. Drop D seven uh-huh. five. Yes, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that driving, just like sit back and go, oh hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's definitely. There's a lot of gold in them there. Hills. That boy's Paps Blue riffing. 
give it to me. I want it all. That's all I want to do. I just want to write Southern riffs till the day I die. It's, it's fun. It's the most fun music. Drop D Southern. It's so good. And and it's oh man, like it sounds good on an acoustic, just like a really old beat up mm-hmm. acoustic guitar. And it sounds great. Crazy like, you say that. I have an idea right now. I'm working on where I do something like that with an acoustic that I'm just like we can pull this off. But I want to like dirty it up even more and maybe run it through some pedals. Oh yeah. And have a whole I want to do a whole thing. There's uh there's this hot springs band, Turtle Rush, and <laughs> they Oh uh, yeah. Turtle have, Rush. Yeah, and like they're just they're just madmen. Like they get uh like it's all acoustic instruments. Oh, except for the bass. But like through pedals and just like the feedback because like you just have like three overdrive pedals mm-hmm. like just like, trying to blow up an acoustic guitar. And it's just nasty, like the oh, best kind of nasty amazing. sounds, and like the banjo and mandolins, like just with like psychedelic and sensibilities. What? So much fun! Really enjoy it. What is this called? Turtle what? Turtle Rush. Turtle Rush. Yeah, check them out. They're, I think I'm great. gonna have to. It sounds insane. They're playing the feedback, like they're using it to their advantage. I love that. Yeah, because it's very jammy, and it's just like one of those things where it's like. I want this to sound like an acoustic guitar that is on the brink of exploding at all times. I love that. And it's great. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's a... I love and Lame Johnny playing close to my amp because it allows for, you know, when a note rings out and it starts getting that feedback and you can kind of play that... Mm-hmm. Kind of playing it... the feedback is always just so much fun. You it's just bend. on a string. Yeah. You know, where it's like... And you can kind of get that... To go... Just... Oh, and then you whew, and you quiet it up. Oh, when it's when it's dead on in what's, the moment. What's your rig like? Uh, I well, so it's different for every band because I firmly believe in like each thing. Because I like I'm in four bands because I want to play four different types of music. Right. I'm not in four of the same style of bands. Yeah, it's like in Crows, I have a drum kit. It's kind of hodgepodge, but it's definitely like what it should be. I just mm-hmm. I just if I had the money, I would. But it's like a 24-inch kick, which that's my kick size. Okay. That's never inch. It's by 16. Punchy and boomy. Boom, mm. boom, boom. And then 14 by 16, floor tom on the rack. Okay. And 16 by 16, floor tom. And then 22-inch crash ride, 15-inch hi-hats. Boom. Big, loud, explosive. But the hi-hats are tight and poppy. You can really get that... Cause it's kind of like sixty-eight ish. Like the the guitar player runs through a bass rig as oh, well. Okay. Yeah. So everything's like they got that harmon harmonicized noting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Paramore esque. <clears throat> and then the guitar rig for Lame Johnny is uh, the HH Telly. Mm-hmm. It was it's like a one time they made it, and it's neck through. Just oh, I love that guitar to death. It's my favorite guitar I own. And actually, we use that in Crows as well, but for Lame Johnny. And then that runs into Orange Crush 120 into an Eggnator, oh. which it was like the high end. Uh-huh. I'm still so. pretty positive I bought the very last one because he quit <laughs> making stuff. Yeah. And when I bought it from Sweetwater, I was like, oh, I'm going to get this. It was the floor model. It was, it was a $1,300 cabinet. I got it for $300. Damn. And when I bought it and refreshed, it went away. Mm-hmm. And then you could not buy. There was nothing else <laughs> on there. I was like, oh, did I just 
buy the last Eggnator cabinet from Sweetwater, like completely. <laughs> got it shipped to me, and I've used it ever since. But it's got the it's got the vintage thirties in it, which of course, like it's just like the sound, the tone is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I love, I love the tone, and then of and then I'm running into an OCD, and then a host of other like effects pedals. Sure, sure. some handmade, some. Like, I have an adaptive uh, tremolo pedal is one of my favorite things. I don't have it in a song yet. We were writing one, then we kind of stepped away from, like, the Western. An adaptive trim? Does that mean, like, you... Speed and intensity. Based on, like, the velocity of, like, your hit? Yes. It is one of the coolest pedals ever. Like, if I'm babying it, Mm -hmm. it's, like... It steps itself down. If I go slow, it's slower. Oh. And if I dig in and I want to like throw like you know you to pull off on there, it's a dat, and it does it in real time. You would think that I'm sitting there having to right. use my no, foot. Uh, sure. uh, no, huh. just the pedal. It's it's the most baller shit in the world. I gotta see I, that. That sounds. I love it to death. Dope. If you ever if we ever play a show together or something, like definitely come over and I will show you at work. I'll even hand you the guitar. It's so sick. Yes, please. It's so sick. I don't even remember what it's called. I just know that it's red and kind of <laughs> looks like a flannel shirt. <laughs> but it's got hella knobs, switches, so it's not only adaptive, but all the different also waves, like the wavelengths you can change, square, point, like uh, what is it, echo, like all that stuff, you can change it. Uh, the amounts, of course, and then there's mm-hmm. like a volume. Yeah. Like the amount you put into the signal and then the volume knob, of course. Uh-huh. And then a high pass, low pass. It's sick. I love it to That's death. Cool. I'm getting real nerdy. Yeah. But <laughs> And then I have a sampler on there, too. Because oh. we don't play to no clicks or nothing. Yeah. We're bad boys, real rebels of industry, yeah. you know. And so everything is just... We have a song that has, like, samples mid-song, but... Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. It's Digitech. It's old as hell. They don't even make it anymore. Mm-hmm. But you can. It's got an up down selector, and you can hit start, and it just stops on its own. And it's a stomp. Yeah, and oh. you can use it with your feet. See, they have the little one, the Jam Man. Uh huh. This is the big brother to that. Okay. And you can use your feet. Uh huh. So anyone on stage can come over like and activate something it, yeah. if they have to. Uh huh. It's great. I suggest every band get one. They're like 200 bucks, I think. That's what, I, man, gear, like nice gear is like going through the roof, but like a lot of like. It really you get, is. But you can get some pretty good copies now. Like Oh, the cop, dude. There, there are guys making pedals that are just, they're like, oh, you want this like $1,000 effects pedal? It's like 30 bucks worth of stuff, which that kind of aggravates me too when you learn that it's like almost nothing in there. <laughs> Yeah, so I was watching the the JHS pedal uh, guy's videos, and he was just like, "Let's take a look at these Behringer pedals." And he's like, "These circuits are identical. Like these, your your little tube screamer and this twenty dollar tube screamer are sonically identical." I was like, oh, "Wait, what?" Like uh-huh. that was like a few years ago, and I was just like, "Well, how about that?" Well, I'm gonna start buying up a bunch of cheap Chinese stuff because dude, there was that Behringer fuzz pedal that went like you couldn't, you cannot buy it. Mm. People were like, oh, it's basically the best fuzz we've ever heard, and it's $29. <laughs> and people just bought it up. Same things happens in, I don't know if how much you pay attention to drumming. Mm. It happens in cymbals, too. Oh, yeah. Sometimes a brand will put out something in like a 
you know, those beginner symbol box sets those, you can buy. Those Wuhans? Is it like and that? well, stuff like that happens where they'll mm-hmm. accidentally put out something that's so good, and and once the music community figures it out, they're like, "Well, we're buying it all, and You're we're not going to stop gear until y'all quit <laughs> selling it." Like there was a for a while, Walmart was selling an MB twenty mix, which is that's that's the alloy, mm-hmm. all of the best symbols, all the best companies, the MB twenty, like that's the mix. Okay, and they were selling one. A crash, a crash, a twenty-inch crash for like thirty bucks. Oh, <laughs> and it sounds as good as anything that's four hundred bucks. So they sold that. Once people found out you couldn't get them anymore, and then they, you know, just like all the industry, they just quit selling it. Why? Because I'm sure the big companies reached out and went, "Hey, don't do that." Right. And they went, "Okay." I. Just- well, I remember, I remember Joyo pedals being like twenty bucks, mm-hmm. and now they're forty, which is fine. Like you know, like I mean, it is what it is. But forty's still fair. I'm looking for like I'm always just looking for it's like okay, well, what's the cheapest thing? Like right now, my rig is just it's the the Veilton, like it's their Line Six Pod Go uh, okay. clone, and it's it's fun. Like, so you're playing know? everything through like a board? Yeah, it's just all on a board. Ah. Like I just have like different presets built in where and it's nice like i get to pick like the the amp and the cab and stuff and it's not it's not a real amp like you know like i don't right. like you were You're talking about everything. like getting like that that certain feedback mm-hmm. where it's like your amp is a living breathing thing oh i'm analog till i die it's not it's yeah. not that but i put it in my backpack that's and true. Then, That's and then true. I walk to my show with my backpack on mm-hmm. instead of like pushing Yeah, you don't it in need a $5,000 trailer and a yeah. fucking, you know, a, a good spinal cord. <laughs> <laughs> these a, things, you know? Yeah, I just, you know, it's just a. Doesn't take compromise. a group of full grown men to set up the rig. Yeah. yeah. These strong, broody dudes like hauling around full stacks. Yeah. No, no, I, I get it. Like, I get it. But I'm like, yeah, but it's so cool. <laughs> no, I get it. No, that's the other part. The other side of it is I also get it. Like, there's just any time that somebody's like, "Hey, I got a tube amp over here. You wanna, but, you wanna play around?" But the idea that yeah. you can walk around with a pedal board and a laptop and a backpack and have everything is also that's wild. It's pretty fun. That's wild. Like me and Steven are trying to keep things as. As analog as a loop project can be, I suppose. Sure. Like, to where it's like, well, we want to like, because we were messing around with like, okay, well, what if we well, had like tracks like on certain things, especially mm. for like this rowdier stuff. And then we started listening to it. And I was like, no, nah, it sounds like too much. Like just, it sounds too canned. Too canned. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was too just perfect. Like, nah, let's just, let's just have like, let's just have like this big, like, and then like you just with all of your synthesizers go crazy. You're doing it for real. Yeah. With it's real. Fun. Like the pedal. Like, oh, I want to do this thing, but I need this one thing. So instead of inboxing it, which which is so easy, yeah. <laughs> it's all free. You don't have yeah. to pay for nothing. Yeah. If there's a paid version, there's a free version. Welcome to the internet. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but something about those circuits, I'm, you know, there is something to that. That's like the woo-woo part of music. Like there's something to touching the thing and your brain, like even turning the knob or touching the guitar string actually Mm-hmm. And and the the electricity and all the things come together and make this. Can't describe it. It's just in my mind. It's just better than. Yeah, it. It's the same thing with like sitting down with like a good vinyl, 
It's just like it really feels like it's breathing with the you. So, I'm, I really believe that. I really do. Call me fucking a hippie. There is something magical that vinyl was able to capture that since then we don't have it. Like, and you could completely tell me that. Like, you could tell me I'm wrong about that. And sure. Like, and and it could be that I am wrong, but it means more to me when I'm listening to it and therefore is real. Like, there's something like when I sit down with a vinyl and listen to something like, you know, just make an evening of just listening mm. to good music with a vinyl or on on vinyl. It's just it's different. It hits different for me. Does the, me the too. listener. Yeah. And so, like, I'm sure, like, I would be scared if somebody's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to blindfold you and I'm going to, like, do, like, all these things. Like, well, I don't know about that. But knowing that I'm listening to vinyl and knowing that, like, you know, every time you hear just, like, a little bit of just a, the smallest hint of a wobble on that needle, uh-huh. it's just, oh, man, it just fills it's me like up. It's like a real-time so difference. Yeah. You're not getting the same playthrough every time. Exactly. It's not, you know, it's not perfect. It's I think there's lie. beauty in the imperfectness of the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like that's what CDs took away from vinyls. This will play the same every single time mm-hmm. regardless until it gets scratched. Yeah. <laughs> Which same with a vinyl. You know, you drop it or break oh, yeah, it. Or, for sure. or it sits next to the heater. You left it in the car. Well, you, now you're screwed. Yeah. You start getting some. Well, and then the, the, the delivery people and vinyls, they have not caught on. There's, I've seen so many, like, horror where someone will, like, fold it up and, like, stick it in the mailbox. <laughs> you're ah. like, oh, my God. I've never. So I will. And my. Since I moved my vinyl collection, I have to start it over. But I'll only buy vinyls from thrift shops. Or, like, if I was at, like, a show and somebody mm. has, like, their yeah, vinyl. Yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, like, you know, got to get that. But I I just like hunting for vinyls. Like, yeah, it's I like the whole. Exactly. Yeah, it is yeah. kind of that. Yeah. Like, I don't want to spend $50 on a vinyl. I want to find a $50 vinyl for I, five bucks. If it's, like, a brand new album from a, from a band that's putting on a new record. Okay. Yeah. I get it. It's expensive to do. I'll, I'll pay the 50 bucks. Yeah. But there is something to go into thrift stores and just being like, what little gem am I going to find that they didn't see? Mm-hmm. You know, am I going to get lucky? It's it's only happened to me once. And it was a, the soundtrack to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh. I was, I was, at, a, I was at a horror convention of all places. Just like mindlessly sifting through vinyls. I just... I had just bought a sugar skull of Wilford Brimley on a shirt and it says eat shit and diabetes. It's still to this day one of my all-time favorite shirts. It makes no sense, but it's so hilarious. And I'm sitting there, I've got the shirt on, and I'm just like flicking through this thing, and I hear this thing, and I see, what is that? And I pull it up and I'm like, ooh, and it's in the five dollar bin or something like that, or ten dollar bin. It was in the cheap section. Right, right. And I was like, oh, that's mine. And I pulled it up and the guy goes, and I was like, uh, he knew. I was like, mm-hmm. look at this gym. Mm-hmm. He goes, man, <laughs> that's lucky. I was like, yes, 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 it is. I immediately went back to the hotel room and like made sure it was safe. Oh. And then came back down to the convention floor. I was like, there's no way, dude. And I have it still to this day. And I'm very. And see, like, that feels so much better so than like good. had you just like bought it. And it's more so than just the money. Like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I saved like however much money. Oh, yeah, that doesn't cheap. matter, really. It's really That's just a cool like, part of the story. I but... won this record yes. like through my determination of finding a cool record. Yeah. It's, mm. It adds 
Yeah, it, I've never, I've never felt that like. I've never searching. won that I've from never, Apple Music or exactly, Spotify. Never yeah. sought out a track on uh, Spotify and felt like I won. <laughs> no, maybe just maybe something came through a playlist and you're like, wow, oh, this is really good. Yeah, I don't want to sound like it's like so. That's why I never use. Well, Spotify. I guess the modern version would be shazamming something you hear in the background. You're like, I don't even know if it'll pick it up. Oh man, please tell me it will. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you pull down, you click the button real fast. Like, please don't be over. Mm. It's okay. It was just a Black Sabbath song that forgot existed. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Always. <laughs> you listen to vintage rock? I. So I mean, like, I feel like it's kind of where my I'm going these days. Yeah. Yeah, I've been going backwards. I was real deep into which I don't know how. Is Kiss cons- or not Kiss? I'm sorry. Is Queen mm-hmm. considered classic rock? Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I was real into. I think like... the '90s technically is considered classic rock now. Okay. okay. So we can go way. There's a gambit now. Yeah. Um, well, Queen is probably the first band that I was like pretty nerdy about. Like me and my friends would. I mean, what's not to be nerdy about? I know it's it was, Queen. It's their their music. Like it would be. It's funny because I was just having this conversation with my girlfriend is like, what's your favorite part of Bohemian Rhapsody? Because when I was like, like in band and stuff, it was like, oh man, it's got to be like the I mean, four part harmonies at the beginning. Like, is it an argument? Like they wrote the best rock song of all time. Like is that, we all agree on that, right? Bohemian Rhapsody. Like it is like the number one song ever. I, the thought that I had, it came on at a restaurant and Everybody was singing there, along with it. Like they just, it's just so hard it, to resist. It's part of everything. It's it's baked in you. You're born with that song inside of you. <laughs> like the this, I don't know how deep of a cut this is. They have this song. It's like eight minutes long. It's called Prophet Song. Uh huh. And they have this really long acapella segment of this where it's just like it's like a canon. It's just like them singing in round, and uh, me and my friends. And this is, it was so nerdy. Like, I, I would love to just, Hell like, yeah. bust into the room. It's like, I'm going to beat all of you up. This is awful. Stop doing this and thinking it's cool. But we would just be like, all right, you guys ready? And it is cool. we would just start singing, like, the, the, the round of just, like, this Queen song. And it's like, yeah, this is so good. But I love that. Queen, Queen just, like, had, there was just so much to like. So much. They were doing things still to this day. It's like, they just were their own thing. There's no copycat on it for a reason. Mm, you know, there's mm. no other queen. Yeah. I mean, their guitar player is like a fucking rocket scientist that has his own distortion pedal that he's like, I'll give you the schematics when I die. <laughs> and people are like, we want it now. And he's like, no. And they still can't figure it out. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, he made his own tone. Like everything about them is just so what you want. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, you got to, I don't know. It's one of those just magical bands where you're just like, oh, they just, they did something that was. I don't know. Their antennas were tuned into something different. Yeah. Almost alien, really. Because mm-hmm. one, they wrote maybe the best song ever, but so many of their songs are hits. Like, yeah. they, do they have the best number one hit album? You know how, like, yeah. classic bands were like, this number one hit, and they have, like, 12 songs uh-huh. that were all number one hits? Yeah. I Well, I guarantee you I can sing every one of theirs. Yeah. You know, that what is it, like, that purple... You remember it. It's like yeah, a well, gold it's got, leaf front. It's a uh-huh. queen with the logo. And it's got, like, is, is We Are the Champions on that oh, one? Yeah, it's yeah, all, so yeah. it's got all the bangers. It's, it's all like the bangers. Yeah. City, Fat uh, Bottom Rocky, Girls. Fat Bottom yeah. Girls. Bicycle. Uh huh. Bicycle. Yeah. Bicycle. And 
why is that song good? I don't know. Yeah. But it's but fucking it's great. It's great. You know, like, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, it's just a really good song about bicycles. And he just wants to ride his bike, man. That's it. Oh, where did we go? Kurt? The monitor fell asleep. The monitor fell asleep. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> cool. You want to wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Isn't it wild how time just flies by I, in this room? Yeah, I can't. It's a vortex. This is actually all fake. I drugged you. And you're, <laughs> you're still at home. <laughs> you're still at home. <laughs> None of this is real. Oh. You're going to feel crazy for a couple days. Uh, you probably got to go to work what tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. Liquid. De- oh, no. <laughs> all right. Plug it. All right. Uh, well, Birds with Teeth, y'all check us out on uh, Spotify. Hit us up on social media, on Instagram. All kinds of up uh, playing this Thursday. Oh, cool. What does this, come? this comes out Tuesday. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, playing this Thursday at Revival in Benton at 730. What's that? Uh, it's a beer garden in Benton. In Benton? In Benton, yeah. It's dope. Learn something new every day. Yeah, That's crazy. Sure. And we're looking forward to that one. That one's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and then we got a show January 6th at Vino's with Birds with Teeth. Uh, love to see everybody come out to that. It's going to be an awesome, awesome one. I can honestly say I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely be there. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. It is going to be. Who else is playing that show? Do you know? Um, I think that I am, I don't know. I'm not even sure if I was supposed like Steven said, like he sent me the poster and he's like, but don't say anything until the venue goes live with it. But that should be. I think they did that already. I saw a flyer for it. Yeah. I already saw a flyer for it. Okay. Well, passed it. Okay. Just making sure. Two thumbs down. Two. Ooh. Oh, wow. Two thumbs down. Stressor birds with teeth and who? And beef. Beef. Love it. Yeah. That's a show. Yeah. Hey, we're beef. What a band name. It's going to be great. <laughs> That's going to be a hell of a show. Stressor rules. Yeah. Have you seen Stressor? Not live, no. It's fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. So good. Ty, I love you, Ty. Oh, anyway, what else? Uh, I mean, that's it at the moment. Uh, we got a few okay. things lining up. Like, me and Steven stay pretty busy with all kinds of up. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, like, you know, those just hit us up on social media to, stick, uh, to keep up with those because... I can't keep up with them either. Are you on all the social media or just? Um, We're on Facebook. Birds with Teeth is on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I don't think we're on X or Twitter or uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, Zanga. Zanga. Yeah. Um, Check out our farmers only. Uh, Farmers only. (laughs) LinkedIn, we're yeah. LinkedIn. Link up with us. We're a band. Link it. <laughs> if anybody out there's hiring, if anybody needs like a night janitor staff, uh, hit us up on LinkedIn. We are very, very willing, and we have all our own uniforms. <laughs> uh, I own two vacuum cleaners. <laughs> we're all gonna bring our robot vacuum. This is we're gonna make this passive income, baby. Here we go. You're just like, yeah, yeah, we'll clean everything. You just bring robots. That's fantastic. All right. Crashcast Pod. Twitter's Crashcast Pod 1. It's just what they had available. I hate that it's that. Uh, it's We got to change it. We should change it. I wonder if Crashcast Podcast is taken. Crashcast Podcast. Well, 
in the beginning, I was silly and didn't put podcasts at the end of it. And then Kurt was like, yeah, but if someone sees it, they don't know what that is. They just see Crash Guys. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. Because the idea is to pull in strangers. All your friends, of course, are going to listen. Sure, sure. But uh, this has been great, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a very fun time. Blast. I love this. This is very fun. And uh, thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.